Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM1600, KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500 here in the Kiva this afternoon. We got D-Dot Musk, I'm seeing him for the very first time on this. Uh, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, dear Corona, happy birthday, to third anniversary, there it is. Uh, starting our, our little one is growing up, isn't growing he? growing up in our third year. There it is. For those of you still wearing masks, you you morons. Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV podcasting on Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Or you can listen commercial free on www.rockoftalk.chat. Don't forget you can download the app, my app, rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. Glad to have uh, D-Dowd the Muska here in the Kiva or this uh, and and I know you're enjoying Dowd the uh, the the new confines of the key bar. Really, you not? It, it looks like a like a, a luxurious log cabin here. We've got our yeah. nice little wine set up. We've got our beautiful uh, image here, setup, yeah. uh, Eddie, the American Eagle grabbing the American flag away from the hammer and sickle. I mean, this is fantastic. Yeah. Real stuff. Uh, it's the real McCoy, as they say. So. Uh, there you go. We uh, lots of uh, obviously wartime stuff. We are officially in World War Three, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you are unaware of that, have uh, yet to understand that. Uh, take a look at the missiles and the shelling that is going on with literally no bagging. I got to tell you, some stuff just creeped across my brain. And I know that prior to the 2020 election, we were talking a lot about the Ukraine and Hunter Biden, and just kind of crossed my mind. I'm not sure. I doubt it crossed anybody else's, right? That could this all just be one large, luxurious, uh, speaking of that word, cover up for one Hunter Biden and Joe wow. Biden and their connections to uh, to the Ukraine? You know, best way to kind of destroy everything with regards to the Ukraine is, is, is to what? Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, destroy the entire country. Yeah, that would that would uh, go a long way. What do you think about that, Dowd? I just kind of uh, I, I saw a, a jokester this weekend on uh, Twitter. He took the picture of Indiana Jones with the uh, sack full of uh, sand mm -hmm. uh, to grab the idol and put the sack on the uh, to to not trigger the the, the booby trap. Right. And the uh, thing that was being switched out was a picture of the coronavirus spike protein and the thing that was being put in its place was the ukraine flag right, <laughs> so right. that was brilliant whoever had that brilliant yeah no i mean it does sort of feel that way it feels like we're being uh taken and and i know that some of i've seen some fake film that's out there but we've also seen some real missiles hit uh parts of the ukraine and uh you know anyone's guess as to the information that's coming through we've uh, figured out a way to politicize just about everything uh at this point but what isn't politicized is uh yeah, of course your gas prices now that was the first thing actually to get it. Uh, 432 officially uh, right now. They started pushing uh, plus and minus signs on the AAA website, which I thought was uh, kind of curious. Um, and they're talking about, um, I don't know how they're really assessing it, but they're, they're trying to get people involved with the growth and you know the decline of it. So they want to get you caught up in, well, which way did gas move? Should we put gas today? Because it's uh, increasing. Do we do we wait to put gas and see if it falls more? That's a strange place to be. Literally, 
waiting a day or two or driving, you notice everyone's driving a certain, you know, like it's affecting your behavior. And then the, the, the consumer, the consumer consumption behavior. And then you just heard at the top of the hour, you heard China, they're going back to fossil fuels. Why are they going back to fossil fuels? Well, because they want to win. That's what's, that's, what's going to win uh, at the end of the day. So, you know, as we embark upon sort of this next set of, uh, whatever events uh, happen to be coming our way, you're no doubt being programmed. And in the midst of all that, the virtue signaling has shifted from Black Lives Matter to, boy, I sure am glad I got a Prius, Tesla, Leaf, whatever your um, vehicle du jour is, and you think that you're smarter than everybody else. And, you know, if you want to say that you'll pay gladly pay more, as uh, one Stephen Colbert said, or, you know, things like, that are being tossed around like that. I, I find that to be incredibly uh, insensitive and mm, irresponsible, mm, mm-hmm. particularly the people who are of the middle and lower class. So I'm going to talk here for a moment about the shift that's going on in this country uh, where the Democrats no longer represent what was their go-to inner cities, poverty, sure. youth, working poor, working poor. They don't, yeah, right, Dow. They don't Always really feel, thing. they don't really feel like they're protecting them. I and mean, I think those people aren't running to the Republicans. They're running more towards the independents, the disenfranchised. I know there's this brand new party called the Working Families Party uh, that's probably gaining some advantage uh, uh, to that. And then the Republicans, um, insofar as they can get a sense of themselves, they never really seem to have a sense of themselves, Right. Republican Party doesn't have a good sense of where it wants to go, who it is, other than it just wants to beat the other guys. And you don't want to define yourself based upon your ability to beat the other guys, uh, particularly in a place like the state of New Mexico where you're losing, losing, losing. Um, the way to define yourself is to have a set of values and preach those values and, you know, pitch those across. And I know what we do, faith, family, freedom, ah, <laughs> whatever. Okay. Uh, it's got to actually resonate. Okay. And it's not just people who are coming in churches or people who are waving red, white, and wrapping themselves in the flag. It's, it's not about that. It's about actual values. So in the midst of all this, and you notice we've been talking a lot more about national politics, we have this sort of overbearing tide that's taken place with the virtue signaling Nancy Pelosi or Biden or even here at home with Michelle Lujan Grisham. What you're seeing during this time is the, the, the die being recast. And it's being recast in favor of independence and you and wanting to be left alone. So if you are independent and truly independent, right, meaning that you don't adhere to any one party or the other, you, are, you, aren't, you, you aren't in the middle of this battle that's going on in the midst of this World War battle. Because let me tell you something. We do know that both Republicans and the Democrats are on the same side when it comes to war. Why does that not scare anybody? How come that's not part of the conversation? I think the conversation needs to be had is why are we so apt about going to war? Why are we so interested in going to war? Yet we'd never step off the plank. We've been way late to joining into this uh, conflict way early to prod it along and, and do nothing. We got the Ukrainians completely and totally hopped up on the fact that they can defend themselves. We decided not to sign up for the planes that we should have sent their way, I suppose, or not sent their way or wherever you're at on, on that. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. And now we find ourselves in a predicament that we know that we're going to be on the losing end of. So the stories are being rewritten. 
um, was hugely disappointed in some of the TV, television broadcasts I heard from Brian Kilby over the weekend, watching his uh, show One Nation. Oh, well, this is, we're gonna about to go here, and these countries are converging, and you know they're all surrounding this, and we're, we're gonna take it to the Russians. Like, uh, stop. No one's gonna take it to the Russians, because if we were gonna take it to the Russians, we would have started a long time ago. We've heard from John Mearsheimer. We know that the only way to have won this was Brennan for happening in the first place. So I'm going to give you my assessment in terms of what I think we should do. I know the Chinese took out some sort of opinion piece and say, oh, we're not on the, I, I don't believe any of this stuff. China's not about to program into your lives as to what they should do. They're not into communicating anything. They're, in, they're into cutting off communication. The Russian conflict for us we're at a total and complete loss. We're not going to put boots on the ground and we're not about to fire a missile or knock a plane out of the sky. So with those three things out of the way, there's nothing short of sending every possible um, supply or, and those supply lines are being attacked as you've seen over the weekend, you know, and then you saw Iran launching missiles at our, I guess our embassy or right near it, which was, I thought pretty, pretty curious. How about sending all of our ships to the South Pacific and into the Pacific to surround Taiwan right now. How about, how's that for a move? How about preempting China and preventing this conflict from going any further by planting as many of the U.S. warships as we can around Taiwan and just parking them right there and seeing what they do and putting everybody at the ready, DEFCON 4 in the midst of the Pacific, just saying, okay, on the ready, if anything gets launched our, our way, either from North Korea or China, we're ready to fire. I think it would demonstrate our level of power. Will, will, will Joe Biden even contemplate, think about doing it, given what China has on Hunter Biden? No. What's it going to take to get us into that position? It's going to take a direct attack on American soil before we decide to go ahead, much like Pearl Harbor, go and beat our chest. And, and I have to say that a lot of this feels contrived, okay? Because I know that they've delayed Top Gun how many times? And I can't help but think to myself, are they just waiting for the summer to go ahead and kick everything off to get, you know, are we going to be watching the news, the newsreels in the, in the cinema? Yeah, time to get a war. I volunteer now. Sign up at your local corner. You know, you know, I almost feel like we're going to go watch the newsies over there. They're going to ramp us up into, you know, getting you, your child, and everybody else on board uh, with the war. We're sort of on that trajectory right now. You feel how it sounds so, doesn't this sound stupid? This sounds stupid what I'm saying right now. They literally delay Top Gun to use as a propaganda piece to get people amplified or amped up, and not amplified, amp, amped up to support the war that the U.S. will finally, we, talk, we waited, we waited, we waited in World War II, and then we finally fired, right? I got angry, then we jumped on board, and we're like, oh, we, we beat our chest, we won, D-Day came, and it's like, oh, look what we did. We ended the war. But we're not dealing with the uh, Japanese any longer and the weak German Nazis. We're dealing with a very powerfully, uh, ordained natural resources with more than 6,500 nuclear warheads at their disposal, coupled with the most powerful economy in the world on the production side that's now shifting towards more fossil fuels. The best thing we can do at this point, no one's talking about it. I'm trying to figure out, have, I, have you heard Sean Handy talk about this? 
playing Buck? Is there anybody throwing this out there? Send all the ships to the Pacific right now. Send every man, ship, and gun and artillery to defend Taiwan and say you will not fire upon Taiwan. Let's do for Taiwan what we didn't do for the Ukraine. And if we park it there, I promise nothing will happen. China's not about to go ahead and fire the first shot. And they're about to, within two to three years, if I'm not mistaken, they're about to outship us. They're going to have more ships in the Pacific Ocean than we will. Then we've got problems. What happens when Chinese ships start uh, showing up uh, uh, for a little nice visit uh, with some of their (coughs) patriots who are buying the land cash in California? (laughs) Hey, what's going on? I don't know how you say that in Chinese. So think about that for a second. I think it's something to contemplate. Um, you know, this is going to be ongoing. Conflict is not going to stop now. Um, none of the peace offerings uh, were taken. And um, Ukraine is not about to stop uh, trying to defend itself, thank God, uh, for the people that are there. But we got them into this predicament. And n- none of the NATO countries, in my opinion, are going to shore up uh, and support the Ukraine quite the way that they need to be supported because they're all afraid of Vladimir Putin. Bear. I, yeah, I, they're all afraid of Vladimir Putin. So I think that's where we, we sit. 550-5500. That's 550-5500 uh, here in the queue. 432 on uh, today's AAA national gas prices. This is the stuff you care about. Uh, yesterday, the average was uh, 432 and 5. So it's staying right right there. Falling oil price halts daily surge in pump prices. But for how long? Uh, that came out just today. So keeping you guys uh, up to date on that. Went from 123 to 110. Uh, a little bit below 110 today. Four dollar gas was the tipping point uh, for most Americans, according to uh, AAA. Uh, I, you're noticing that many people aren't showing up to work, showing up to events, showing up to things because they're like, oh, "Okay, I'm going to phone it in. I'm just going to, I'm, I'm not going to go much further than that." Uh, currently in New Mexico, we've fallen a penny and a half to 418 and four. Highest price uh, in the entire state is Hidalgo County at uh, 454. So we've sort of stalled at this particular. Uh, position. It's interesting since we've cut off our supply of oil, how it didn't directly impact what we should have seen if we were truly uh, operating within the markets. But Joe Biden has asked all the local oil and national oil producers to go ahead and step up their level of production. Interesting. Interesting right now. That is not being uh, played out uh, in the uh, media as well. Down your thoughts on the uh, opening monologue. Well, let me just uh, copy on what your, your final comment, Eddie. It's It's very... The Democratic Party, the left, the left that has completely infused itself with the Democratic Party. There are no centrist or soft left Democrats anymore. They they run you out of office. We saw that in New Mexico a couple of years ago when they purged the supposedly conservative Democrats uh, from the state Senate. Uh, the Biden administration's got, they're in a hell of a quandary because the Greens rule that party. And yet, and yet, and yet, Americans are looking at 4 or 5 $6 a gallon gas. So they are trapped in a hell of a position. There was an article, I think, over the weekend in The Hill, the Democrat, some House subcommittee or Senate committee was going to bring forward big oil executives to beat them all up and talk about how terrible they are. They're making all these profits. But they decided they're going, they were going to cancel that hearing this week because they don't want to look like they're beating up on the oil companies at a time when uh, Americans are you know, obviously facing, never mind the, the overall inflation this terrible gasoline situation. So uh, for those of us who oppose the left, the progressive green left, to see the devil in the deep blue sea, the two spots that the White House has trapped itself in right now because it's facing election day reality, ticked off 
consumers and voters versus the, the, the power, the Malibu, the Manhattan power of the Greens who run the party. Uh, they're in a hell of a pickle right now, Eddie. And uh, I'm just uh, I'm just sitting back and enjoying it. Uh, world's greatest Navy all day. Quality over quantity, bro. Uh, yeah, uh, that's why I'm saying that's what we need to get to. That's from Sean. He disagrees with me on the uh, hyperbolic way in which you're playing. Uh, NATO flexes its muscle on Putin's doorstep. Alliance sends 30,000 troops, 50 vessels. Uh, and this is the latest stuff that's uh, coming out. And uh, 200 aircraft to Russian neighbor Norway. That's why I just told you uh, for military drills. And I told you that we are in a full-fledged uh, war now. There's no stopping it. There is it, Once you start it, you can't stop it. Uh, this is World War Three, folks. Literally World War Three, And uh, yeah, hard to believe. We are in the midst of that. I couldn't have seen it coming. I didn't want it coming. I totally agree with the analysis, Eddie. So sad killing all those people to cover up crap from the Biden administration. Uh, See, you hadn't thought about that before. Um, So uh, there you go. Back after a quick break uh, right here in the Kiva, here on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 422, back and forth. Absolutely. People from all over come to Albuquerque to visit Old Town's historic candy lady. Whether in the mood for a special treat or looking for that perfect gift, our patrons will find assortments from chocolates, glazed fruit, fudge cakes, hard candies, local New Mexico flavors, and even unexpected treats. Check out the candy lady at candylady.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Straight Line Painting, a family-owned business providing their services for over 10 years. Now, whether you need a home or business painted, garage epoxy floor, or even a complete restucco, Straight Line Painting are the experts. Owners Efren and Josh are always available and oversee every project from estimate to final walkthrough. Call 505-659-0973 for a free estimate and visit straightlinepaintingabq.com to see their great reviews. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. 
Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. This is Eddie Aragon for Axiom Home Services. Axiom Home Services specializes in refrigerated air conditioning conversions. Time to ditch the swamp cooler and convert to cool, refreshing, refrigerated air. Did you know Axiom Home Services is one of the highest rated AC companies in Albuquerque with over 40 years experience and provides a five-year parts and labor warranty on any new refrigerated air conditioning installation? Axiom Home Services maintains 4.9 stars on Google Review and check out what our customers say about Axiom. Call 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Muska in studio, a real treat, folks. Don't forget to uh, get your daily blast at Rock of Talk uh, chat. Make sure you sign up for that. And a special uh, request there uh, put out uh, by uh, D Dowd and myself. And uh, as we celebrate, uh, or we're looking uh, down the barrel of uh, boy, another another year of of more stuff. You will never be better informed than what you get directly. At rogoftalk.chat. Dot chat now more than ever. If you're a New Mexican <laughs> looking for insightful news, analysis, commentary, what are your options? 
Bubble-headed MSNers, uh, that's uh, Main Street Meteors, bloggers shilling for one party or another, talk radio or muzzles uh, free speech. Not much of a choice, really, but there's a media outlet that isn't cowed by political correctness. That's not under the thumb of the mega corporations. They respect your thoughts and opinions, even if they're not trendy in Malibu or Manhattan. That strikes at the very heart of the problems facing our state, our nation, our world. It's just a better path. It's us, the Rock of Talk, and you can join our committee for less than two dimes a day. Our digital outpost, rockoftalk.chat, reveals the lunacy of Rona hysteria, documents the corruption that plagues Santa Fe, exposes reporters who devote their careers to activism, not journalism. There's more, much more. Taxes, energy policy, rapacious public employees unions, and wokeness run amok economic development, the land of a chairman addiction to big government, the state's desperate need for an actual opposition party. Subscribe to receive daily blast commercial free podcast of our Albuquerque based weekday program, our original research investigations by our editor and policy editor, D. Dowd Muska, the Dowd 3000. That's over 60 pieces of content a month. Forgive us for tooting our own horn, but at less than 20 cents a day, it's a hell of a bargain. If you're already on board, thanks for your support. Please consider purchasing a gift subscription for a friend or family member. If you haven't joined us, please do. You won't regret it. From crime on the street to cronyism in the roundhouse, DC's impending insolvency to global conflict. These are dark times. More than ever, independent and indefatigable. Wow. <laughs> Seekers of truth are essential. The Rock of Talk can't be scared off and can't be bought off. We'd be delighted to have your support. And we will remind you that we are the one outpost. I love that, the outpost, just because I like all the Western stuff. Uh, we are the one place uh, that totally and completely unplugged from any and all social media as well, which I think is uh, absolutely imperative uh, that we needed to do that. So, uh, Dowd, congratulations. Uh, here Thank you, we sir. Are. Uh, it's Pledge Week, ladies and gentlemen. We got to get those of you who have not yet signed up to come on in at less than 20 cents a day. Uh, we provide, and I was just, te- was like when I was writing it this weekend, this piece had a uh, more of a promotional piece than a deep policy dive, but you know, you got you to gotta toot your own horn once in a while. Uh, over 60 pieces, 60 pieces of original content a month you get out of the rock of talk. Uh, that's our ad free podcast. That's our daily email. That's my original pieces over 60 different marvelous uh, auditory and visual pieces of content uh, for less than uh, 20 cents a day. Literally we have hundreds of people and you know who you are uh, who signed up for free and you know, we're no longer free. We had to put that paywall up uh, in uh, what November, December of, at the end of last year. So you folks come onto the pool, the water's fine, less than 20 cents a day and, and you can join our community. And I really want to extend uh, my great uh, gratitude. Someone immediately posted this uh, the minute that message went up today, Eddie, uh, just a couple hours ago. I get up every four at uh, 4 a.m. every day just to read dot chat. Best reporting anywhere with some humor and snark thrown in. I would never consider not subscribing let's i think that bears repeating i would never consider not subscribing you guys rock uh to the man woman child who wrote this of course we don't dox people uh you have our gratitude and that was a heck of a heck of a sales statement that uh, comes from one of our satisfied customers so come on in folks less than 20 cents a day uh we don't but i do and uh, i have no problem doing so <laughs> you <doing? laughs> I know everybody. Uh, I know, know exactly right. By the way, happy birthday to Albert Einstein. Happy pie day uh, to the rest of you, all that. Uh, where do you get some pie? I don't know, but uh, make sure that you guys uh, get some. Teddy Roosevelt established the Pelican Island National Wildlife Refuge in 03, and uh, China prevailed over Vietnam in 88 in the Johnson South Reef skirmish. Uh, and Jack Ruby on this day in 64 was convicted of killing Lee Harvey Oswald. All that and more. Also, uh, uh, happy birthday, I can't believe it, uh, to Michael Caine, 89 years of age. Well, you uh, talk Rick like Michael Dees, Caine. the weekly top 40, <laughs> 72 years of age. And then uh, we've got uh, Grace Park, 48, and Chris Klein, 43. You might remember him from 
uh, the uh, goofy brother who uh, won the uh, presidency in election over Reese Witherspoon. Oh, yes, yes. yes. That's a good one. So there you go. 550, 50, 500, just to get you guys updated on the uh, sort of alarming news. Here it is, and uh, thanks to one of our best listeners and best subscribers uh, for forwarding this along. NATO has sent us thousands, sent tens of thousands of troops, including Royal Marines, an aircraft carrier, a destroyer ship, and a nuclear-powered attack submarine to Norway, which borders Russia. Troops from 28 countries in Europe and North America are taking part in an exercise lasting around a month. I don't know why we're sending troops. I, I don't. This is not going to be a, uh, a battle on the ground, folks. If they're going to send in mercenaries, 16,000 mercenaries, all we can do is arm the people on the ground at this point. We're not going to send people to go fight mercenaries and then Russian troops on the ground. It's just completely and totally ridiculous. That That is World War, uh, in case you uh, don't know what that is. That's the very definition of World War, which began in northern Norway on Monday. NATO member Norway shares 124 miles of land border with Russia. The drill named Cold Response is being held just a few hundred kilometers from the Russian border. 35,000 troops, here's the number, 200 aircraft, 50 vessels are involved in the Cold Response, including 900 Royal Marines who will spearhead the UK involvement as well. I've already mentioned five countries, uh, folks, five. They'll raid the jagged Norwegian coastline from the amphibious task group led by HMS Albion. Aircraft carrier HMS Prince of Wales also take part and will be joined by a frigate, frigate uh, HMS Richmond, Type 45 destroyer HMS Defender, a Royal Fleet Auxiliary Tanker, and a nuclear power attack submarine escorting her. The drills aim to show a unified multilateral force would defend Norway and Europe's northern flank from a modern adversary, not Ukraine. Talking about Norway, folks. UK's participation in the exercises underlines Britain's commitment to security in Europe, forges closer bonds between NATO allies and partners. NATO, as an alliance, needs to be ready for anything, ready for all environments. It's essential for us to support Norwegian partners, and that's why we train in the Arctic so often. Cold response is an amazing opportunity for the NATO allies and partners to come together in the most challenging environment of the high north, prepare for any eventuality, and learn to work together. But we'll see in the maritime task force and then land exercises, we will see many nations come together from the UK to Norway to the US to the Netherlands, France, Germany, and Italy on Operation Cold Response. And, and, you know, in, in that uh, regard, Eddie, Finland, a country that has a little bit of a history with Russia, like Ukraine, and I've been looking this up for the last week or so, um, this NATO Enhanced Opportunity Partner Program that, that Ukraine is part of, uh, to Russians, like Russia's, I guess you would call it, I mean, you're talking about a 11 time zone, so geography gets a little complicated, but to Russia's sort of Southwest, you've got Ukraine on the pathway to partnership or to membership in NATO. You've got Finland, a country that was fighting a war with the Soviet Union back during World War II, uh, up farther North, becoming, uh, jo joining this enhanced opportunity partnership with NATO. Maybe they're on the path to entry into NATO. Gee, why would uh, Vladimir Putin be uh, angry about this? Uh, while we're at it, you can throw Georgia, a country that uh, Putin's Russia has had some trouble with, a little more than a little trouble with, uh, on the enhanced opportunity list uh, for NATO. And believe it or not, Sweden, our lovely Sweden, uh, on that list as well. And this is the one that really kills me. There are six countries in the enhanced opportunity partner community for NATO on the glide path to membership. One of those countries is Jordan. And I know we have a lot of very savvy listeners. They know about geography. They know about uh, the Middle East. They know that Jordan 
uh, joining the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, Jordan, nowhere even near the Atlantic. Let's get the Middle East roped into uh, our NATO alliance as well, because uh, God knows there's no trouble in that part of the world. Uh, this is madness. It doesn't mean that Vladimir Putin is justified. It doesn't mean Vladimir Putin is a good guy. Uh, it just means that we have been poking that bear and poking that bear for a long, for multi decades now. And uh, I'm going to send this link out to our uh, our subscribers, Eddie. A Oliver Stone document, which documentary which I have not seen. It was a uh, Alex Jones talked to Oliver Stone's son about this documentary they made, Ukraine on Fire. The you don't have to pay for the documentary. It's available on Rumble now, where they're looking back going back to what 2014 and even before that in terms of the West's interference in the Ukrainian government and uh, many of the things that led to Putin's anger. So that documentary is available on rumble rumble for free. Of course it would never air uh, on big tech YouTube kind of stuff. So I'm going to have that link. I'm going to try to watch it sometime this week or, or yeah, this I'll coming weekend. Uh, I think, I think, uh, sorry to jump in yeah. here, but uh, let's not forget Mearsheimer is the one who uh, first advanced all these yep. arguments. We yep. were the first to tell you about we this were. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then Oliver Stone now has the uh, the new film that's on it. Let's take a few phone calls, uh, shall we? Right here in the Kiva. 550-5500. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, somebody was asking. Maybe, uh, I'm putting zero, so I'm sorry. But somebody needed a help. Can you can you uh, speak slower so we can hear uh, hear you a little better, please? Okay, somebody needed an an elk uh, roast. Who wants the elk roast? I can give him one. Hello. Uh, I don't. I I don't think that's for me. I'm not sure what you're calling about. I I didn't ask for an elk roast. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Uh, Eddie. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, the thing that disturbs me the most about this Ukraine stuff is how everybody seems to just buy whatever the media narrative is that Russia is invading to take over all and pull Russia right back or the, the Soviet Union, reassemble it. It's the narrative that we have to go do something and defend something. But these are the same people that lied to us about everything, including COVID. And we're buying their narrative now, assuming we have to go into war. It doesn't make any sense to me. And why isn't anybody saying, wait a minute, let's just wait for some more facts before we commit to a war. Well, we're, we've, we've, we've committed to the war in the sense that they, we started the war. Uh, we goaded uh, Russia into this by continuing to expand NATO. And uh, you might have heard me advance the crazy story. I'm just throwing it out there, of course. But we were talking about the Ukraine prior to the 2020 election, Hunter Biden's involvement. And I threw out this zany idea about a cover-up. But at this point, I mean, your guess is as good as mine. It could have been any reason. What's the best way to destroy all this evidence with regard to Ukraine? Ukraine is to destroy the entire country itself. We know that Ukraine can't defend its own freedom, okay? It's enlisting people from 14 to 60 and handing them uh, uh, arms. And not necessarily from us, okay? We, we, we are trying to understand what's happening here from flying blind and 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 what and with one hand at this point we've got no information and we've got fox news cnn msnbc all handing out the very same uh information meanwhile your corporate guys which i'm sure you've seen you know they're flying the ukrainian flag how we need to support them and you and i i think are probably in the majority because we know that this war itself was hugely unpopular. In fact, I think going into it, only 27% doubt, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was like 27 or 37% of the people actually supported getting involved in the right. conflict in Ukraine. Now we're full bore. Now people have just bought onto the propaganda. So to your point, 
Uh, they're not even challenging it because, A, they don't know enough about the Ukraine. B, we don't know what we're actually defending in the Ukraine at this point other than, quote, unquote, democracy, 1.7 million people and bad images on the TV. Right. Agreed. And, and there, I listen to alternative sources. And one of the alternative narratives I've heard, don't know that I believe it, is that the United States and their clandestine operations are also responsible for bringing COVID to the world, have been funding these labs that are producing more and more of these bio things that we're going to have to deal with as a world, and that you, they've got a, a lot of labs in the Ukraine. And that's part of the reason that Putin's going in there to actually destroy those. And he's actually a good guy. It's, an on, it's a concept that may not be true, but it's an alternative that we ought to think about before we go to war with the guy. The other thing I think that's uh, very curious is this uh, false economic war. I mean, what does Russia really supply us? We, the oil that was there, we were self-sufficient. I think they were fifth out of, you know, the top five countries that were there. I think there was fish, vodka, uh, caviar, diamonds. Stout, diamonds. <laughs> yeah. As far as what we get from them, uh, whatever we're trying to do, it's all a smokescreen for something else. It just feels that way. And this, uh, this threat that we're getting with this no fly zone, this is world war three. Now you just heard, we just read the report to you that we are now involved in World War III. Anytime we start training on the border against the country that is the provocateur or the, um, as the instigator, uh, as it were, even though I know that, it, I know different. I know we were the ones who instigated. We were beating our chest with a uh, comic who plays the piano with his penis and uh, telling Putin, uh, we have all the strength of the West. And then now they're just getting their ass kicked. I don't know what, what direction this actually uh, goes in other than just further escalation. Uh, it's so messy. It's so gross. There is uh, really no direction. And I think the leaders of this country like that. Uh, I think particularly on the left, uh, you've got Kamala Harris and, and Joe Biden potentially going to Europe. Is that, is not what they thrown out uh, today, Dowd? I think they said oh, that'll, that, that'll wrap things yeah, up. Yeah. Be, <laughs> yeah that'll 48 hours. So, so, so there you go. I think everything at this point, like I told you last week is just, is just nothing but uh, vanity. You know, it's all virtue signaling saying, one way or another, and all you can do is create bigger mess. I mean, we're putting nuclear submarines into the water uh, to guide some of the 36,000 troops that are supposedly going to be online. Well, Eddie, That's let me, just let, total me insanity. Uh, let me circle back to what the caller uh, mentioned at the start, which was I, I, I took down an exact quote, which I often do from our callers because they make good points. Uh, people are believing, quote, whatever the media narrative is. And uh, that that kind of creepy group think that those of us who are kind of iconoclastic and never go along with the crowd uh, we don't buy. There was a great, probably the best thing I read this weekend was by a woman named Carol Markowitz from the New York Post, who actually was born uh, in the Soviet Union, grew up in Brooklyn, the sort of Russian, Ukrainian, Jewish Brooklyn community there. And uh, it's an interesting piece about how uh, during the Cold War, it wasn't, people could blame you and call you Russian, even though you might have been a refugee from Russia. You might have not have identified from uh, as, as any kind of a member of the Russian community at all. But, you know, you came out of the Soviet Union. Her parents, I guess, met in Turkmenistan. So don't forget how Stalin moved a lot of those groups around during the Soviet uh, reign of terror. Uh, she talks about the culture of do something, which is what do we know about liberals from our friend uh, Jonathan Haidt, the, the psychologist? Liberals care about compassion and fairness to the exclusion of everything else. So once they see someone is being hurt and it's not fair, there's no further analysis is needed. They don't, they don't put any more thought into it. We must do something. And that's, I think, why people are so, in our culture, our feminized culture, are so willing to buy the media narrative, to use our, our callers' uh, uh, 
phraseology, and he's absolutely right. So we see little girls watching their father go off and fight. We see people making their way across the river, leaving their dogs behind. We see apartment buildings bombed. Uh, in the West now, a chickified, feminized, liberalized West, it's, oh, people are suffering, ergo, we must do something. And again, no further analysis at all. There are still a few of us who maybe look a little bit more under the surface, think about the prospect of a nuclear war and that kind of thing. And maybe yeah. that's why we're not so eager to uh, race to impose a no-fly zone. And uh, I'm I, I'm sad to say, Eddie, the polling data still, people, the American people still support a no-fly zone. They don't understand the implications of that. Retarded. It's just people are suffering. Yeah. We have to do something, yeah. even if it leads to worse things down the road. They just, they don't know what it is. It's, that's all it is. So call or anything else. Good call. Yeah, um, uh, just remember the Mockingbird Media, the CIA program to influence through propaganda whatever they whatever change that they want to make everywhere. They've done it in banana republics for decades. We've stood by and thought it was a good thing because they were bringing democracy. Now they need the rest of the world to get in line. Russia is the only holdout, so they're the bad guy now, and they're going to take us over with their propaganda. It's already happened. So I just want everybody to wake up and be much more skeptical about anything you hear on the media. There's an important film. You should watch it. Uh, it's an interview with Robert McNamara, uh, built in 2003, called The Fog of War. And uh, it's it, we're in the midst of all these, you know, combat and conflicts. And, you know, this was everything that had uh, led up to uh, Vietnam. Vietnam! So uh, uh, there you go. Make sure you watch that. That'll Saw tell it you. in the theater. Brilliant documentary. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I doubt we would have been uh, buddies we, back we then. Things in common. Common. Who knew we had anything <laughs> in common? Uh, there we go. Back after a quick break, we'll take more of your phone calls. So if you're on hold, uh, hold there, we'll take your calls. You got to get it off your chest. Uh, give us some insight and let other people know what you're thinking. You're about as smart as we are on a lot of this stuff, but uh, this is not something that uh, we wanted, you wanted, uh, or we asked for, but uh, we're here nonetheless. World War Three, 446, back and forth. website and app for radio is abq.fm over 60 stations to choose from including classic rock grunge r&b country new wave trance even faith and gospel all at abq.fm on your mobile device or computer who's protecting your home or business i'm aaron jones founder of international protective service ips maybe you signed up for a local armed response then found out you were selected in a buyout and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company that is not what you signed up for. The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Pet Food Gone Wild in Rio Rancho, pampering your pets with a full self-serve dog wash. Pet Food Gone Wild, two stations for one to three dogs at a time. Cats too. Oh, and ask for the grooming club card. 
I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, providing natural food and supplements for healthy pets. Pet Food Gone Wild Rewards Card makes every visit easy. Pet Food Gone Wild. Tap to call at pets.theplaceilike.com. You and your pets will love this month's offer at pets.theplaceilike.com. In most cases, recovery of your stolen vehicle is not the reunion you had hoped it would be. It may have been trashed, torched, contaminated by toxic chemicals and more, or used to commit additional crimes. Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device prevents theft in the first place. 505-550-4994. The Rock of Talk is now available on Roku. Just go to search on your Roku device and type in The Rock of Talk. Then download and enjoy. Watch the show live, on demand, get the top 10 news of the day, or watch any of our weekend shows on demand. This is Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van S Commercial Real Estate. When considering your options and locating the right space for your business, call the experts at Sperry Van S, 256-1255. That's 256-1255. Or visit us on the web at waltarnold.com. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns. Defenders of your freedom. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.
but it's on the table, the fire's cooking, and the farming babies with slaves are working, the blood is on the table, and the mouths are choking, but I'm going hungry. Yeah. I don't mind stealing bread from the mouths of decadence. Well, I can't feed all the powerless when my cup's already On the table, the fire's cooking, and the farm and babies of the slaves are all working. And it's on the table, the mouths are choking, but I'm going hungry. 453 here in the Kiva. Well, they're gonna. I just got a question from somebody, and I was like, I was just literally baiting you the whole entire hour about, oh, are they going to reinstate the draft? Oh, they would love to, boys. Boys and girls. You know, you just heard the uh, Fortunate Son song. I mean, I mean, you know, a lot of this stuff is, you know, can it, this, this, this from a listener, do you think they will reinstate the military draft? If they could, they would, and they might, might possibly could. I uh, will. I don't know. At this point... <laughs> You know, do I see that as a, a possibility? Anything's possible. Anything's possible. And we're playing the fortunate son, you know, song. I got it. And I'm going to, uh, I'm going to lead, use that to lead into this crap that I was watching or excuse me, reading from the national review, the neocon Bible there with the national review. And I absolutely hated it. And I know doubt you looked at some of the stuff that, that was there. It's like they have this five-part recommendation of the things that we should do, and it's all war, war, war. Really? <clears throat> we will face attack by Putin. It will need to be strong and unwavering American support. Here we go. All falling in line. Let's wave the red, white, and blue. Let's send in the blood. Rhetoric is nice. Money is better. But steel is best. American forces in Europe must be redeployed east. Listen to this Republican garbage. They cannot wait to send your children to war. American forces in Europe must be re redeployed east to protect the nations that have borders with Russia. Where are we at today? Norway. Having our troops and armor sitting in Germany now makes little sense. No, we need to push them further towards the border. Yeah, you know what? We haven't learned our lesson yet. Let's let's just go. The second reaction should be to rally all of our allies, you know, fan the flames of war across the globe, which will not act unless led by the United States. We have to lead the charge for war, ladies and gentlemen. The National Review, the Republican Bibles right there. Putin has just one ally of any importance in his Ukraine attack. And that's are you in it? Are you moronic? Who hasn't Putin met with? Pakistan, the Mideast, they're not returning phone calls. You saw the Trevor Noah crap that was uh, out there. Very funny. There will be no substitute for military strength, Dowd. They're just speaking of war, right? On two fronts. Not only do they want to fight on the front uh, with Russia and the Ukraine, they also want to do the front with uh, uh, the Taiwan. 
There'll be no substitute for military strength, and we do not have enough. It should be crystal clear now that the larger percentage of the GDP will need to be spent on defense. Yes. Yes. Amplify. Give all the money to the defense companies. There we go. We will need to match the Chinese in advanced military technology. Can't. Their economy is too, too strong right now. Okay. They're already going to build more ships than we could ever build. But at the other end of the spectrum, we may need many more tanks to station thousands of uh, thousands of our troops in Europe as we did during the Cold War. Here we go. The point is obvious, they exclaim. As we were once and will need to be again the arsenal of democracy. Oh, that big D word. It's always World War II when you're a neocon. It's always World War II. We must also try to fuel. We must all try also to be its fuel depot. We cannot supply all the allied needs, but we can supply ourselves and influence the allies who constitute the bulk of the world production aside from Russia. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and uh, get rid of our green new energy cars. Oh, what, are you stupid? We're addicted to that stuff. Everyone's bragging about their Teslas and their miles per gallon. It's like, oh, that's the new, uh, oh, Como Sayama, right? Bullish limits on American energy production must be pulled back, especially in the next decade, while allies wean themselves off Russian energy sources. Russia was our buddy. It was our friend. The Europeans, and especially the Germans, deserve condemnation for putting themselves. You put them there. What are you talking about? We put the Germans right there. Russia's hands in oil and gas, but more useful than recrimination. Oh, and get this. Th this, is, this is the kicker. Oh, when I heard this, I was like, oh, this is all sorts of stupid. Now, I'm the last guy that's for George W. Bush. What are they? Why has Joe Biden not asked George W. Bush to come to the White House oh. for consultation advice in the show of unity in this country? Why has he not invited Republican leaders like Mitch McConnell and ranking Republicans on the House and Senate Armed Services and Foreign Services Committees? Why not ask? Yeah. This is insane, folks. Why not ask former officials such as Mattis, Rice, Baker, and Gates? Like literally every warmonger out there, every horrible human being that's ever occupied the executive branch, including Connie Rice. And finally, freedom is one of the most powerful weapons in our hands. Here we go. Is one of the most powerful weapons in our hands. Is what separates us morally from the Russian and Chinese regimes. And this understood around the globe, even if we sometimes ignore it. Putin and Z understand this deeply. As their joint statement shows, it helps explain why we lead global alliances while they have only marriages of convenience. Common values underlie our closest relationships and make them supple and long. Are we lying to ourselves here? This isn't the United States of Ronald Reagan, folks. This is the United States of now Joe Biden. Mm. They want to send your children War. Back after a quick break, after the top of the hour news, and we'll bring it back for hour two, right here in the Kiva, AM 1600 KIV, ABQ.FM. Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The White House says the United States is keeping a close eye on talks between Ukraine and Russia. 
Press Secretary Jen Psaki telling reporters there's no evidence that Russian President Vladimir Putin plans to de-escalate or stop the onslaught in Ukraine. President Biden spending part of his Monday delivering a speech in Washington, D.C. to the National League of Cities Congressional City Conference. The president addressing rising inflation, blaming it partly on Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The current spike in gas prices is largely the fault of Vladimir Putin. There's nothing to do with the American rescue plan. Republicans are dismissing those claims and are instead blaming it on the president and Democrats spending packages and energy policies. You're listening to USA Radio News. While the economy is uncertain, possibilities to save money remain. Hey everyone, this is Mike. And this is Brian with Fellowship Home Loans. Even in these trying times, a cash out refinance could be the light to your path. Home values are rising and interest rates are following. So don't hesitate to make a move to do a cash out refinance now. Let us check some numbers and see if you could save or if it might make sense to hold tight. It starts with a phone call at 800-535-2779. That's 800-535-2779 or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. We guarantee a thorough check of the numbers, the market, and your obligations to determine the best path. Give us a call at 800-535-2779, 800-535-2779. Or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. For more than 20 years, we've helped families save just like we'll help you too. Fellowship Home Loans. Welcome home. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, MLS number 60134. As the national average for the price of regular gasoline remains over $4.30 a gallon, let the surcharges begin. From the USA Radio News West Coast Bureau, Lance Pry has the details. Uber customers will have to pay more to cover higher gas prices. Starting Wednesday, riders will be charged an extra 45 to 55 cents per trip, and Uber Eats deliveries will cost another 35 to 45 cents. Uber says the surcharges will be in effect for at least the next two months. Lyft following suit saying they're adding a new fuel charge that will go directly to riders, but not announcing exactly how much that surcharge will be. The UK Supreme Court is denying WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange permission to appeal a decision to extradite him to the United States. Should he be sent to the States, Assange will face 18 counts related to the leak of confidential U.S. military records. This is USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top 10 most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best war truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi hopes to start working on a COVID relief bill this week. More than $15 billion in additional COVID relief was stripped from a larger spending bill last week after bipartisan objections. Pelosi called herself very disappointed during an event in New York City. The White House saying new COVID funds are urgently needed. As April 18th approaches, the IRS has a message for taxpayers. From the USA Radio News Washington, D.C. Bureau, John Hunt has the details. Imagine having filed and paid your taxes last year, and then months later you get a letter in the mail from the IRS saying that you didn't. Well, that's what's happening to many taxpayers this year, thanks to automated notices being sent. 
If you get one, though, don't panic. There's a fair chance the IRS has simply not seen what you already sent in. That's because they're dealing with a mountain of returns and correspondence that is built up throughout the COVID pandemic. The IRS announced that it will temporarily suspend issuing more than a dozen different types of notices indicating balances due and other deficiencies so it can work through the pandemic-induced backlog. Costco will soon end its special store hours for first responders and seniors. The warehouse store announcing that special shopping hours put in place two years ago in response to the pandemic will not be offered as of April 18th. The company saying those who are not comfortable shopping in person can use its online store. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk, on AM 1600, KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500. Find us on Roku, Amazon, Fire, and Apple TV. Roku is pretty cool, bro. Uh, Podcasting on Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and, of course, Apple, Apple, Apple. And uh, don't forget, folks, you can download the uh, apps for Android and Apple, rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com com from any mobile device and don't forget uh for our commercial free uh it's like having hour three all, all over again just uh without the entire show you can get it commercial free do the whole show in about two hours and 18 minutes uh there for d doubt and i and you can find that directly at rockoftalk.chat that's rockoftalk.chat i think i raised the ire of young doubt at the end of that and <laughs> there's some background here doubt's going to share with you about the writer of that particular article who he's connected to and you know, the uh, sort of convergence of both the left and the right. Uh, they, they, this, this is when government takes over. Government uh, swarms, surrounds, and then drives you to war. And that's exactly what you hear. It's called, they're the war pigs. That's exactly who they are, Dowd. Uh, give us some background on the writer of that particular article, his connections, and what we know about the National Review. Yeah, that uh, author, Elliot Abrams, I mean, he goes back. He's a neocon from way back. He's like early generation neocon. He was involved in Iran-Contra, and he wrote that for National Review. Of course, many of our older listeners will know that's William F. Buckley's magazine started in the 1950s. Uh, apparently, and I hadn't, I, uh, these neocons, a lot of them, they're, they work with each other. They, their kids marry each other. They work for the same publications. The, the great libertarian. Non- they, they share their fortunes. They Oh, they do. Uh, the great libertarian uh, international affairs defense correspondent, Justin Romando, who recently passed away, a man who taught me so, so much. Uh, he was a flamboyantly gay libertarian from San Francisco, uh, who nonetheless was an America firster and, and would have been right there with, with Donald Trump, or and I, I imagine he was right there with Donald Trump on, on a lot of these defense policies and NATO and that kind of stuff. Uh, I think it was back during um, early Afghanistan, Iraq, when he said there's only 25 neocons in America and 24 of them are editorial writers. Uh, another one is this Matthew Continetti. He writes for National Review. I, I, I thought he was with uh, was it the Weekly Standard, Bill Christen's, Crystal's publication, but that went out of business. And I think Continetti, if I'm not mistaken, is married to one of Bill Crystal's daughters. So it's all a very incestuous little community among these uh, these warmongers. And uh, I've been fighting them a long, long time. So I do remember some of the, the family facts. But Eddie, before we move on, let me add, let me, let me circle back to something I mentioned in the last hour in terms of how crazy, and our, our callers set me off with this, with people buying the media group think about, you know, how, how evil all, all things Russian are. And, I, and I, I said over the weekend, this is probably the best thing I, I read over the weekend, and it mentions our beloved Anna Netrebko, 
who uh, oh, Mr. Aragon my, brought I to love, my attention. I love yes, her. Yes, uh, and yes. again, this is um, by Carol Markowitz. She's a New York Post columnist, grew up or was born in the Soviet Union, uh, moved to Brooklyn, became a beloved, uh, uh, loved New York City, and recently moved to, you guessed it, Florida to get away from New York City madness. So she knows a little bit about uh, our, our history and what she lives uh, the, the conditions she lived under as a young person growing up, uh, even in the worst of times uh, back in the 80s for her, uh, when uh, Ivan Drago was killing Apollo Creed uh, and nuclear war was being threatened. Uh, he dies, when, back he dies. When, when the kids called me commie, uh, or more recently when members of the resistance told me on Twitter to go back to where I came from, we didn't have Carnegie Hall disinviting Russian conductors as it recently did to a conductor named uh, Valery uh, Gergiev. Oh, yeah. Or the Met, the Metropolitan Opera, canceling Anna. singer Anna Netrebko, oh, so who denounced the war, but uh, not strongly enough. We're going we're gonna to get into the degree to which uh, you did or did not denounce uh, the war. Well, the, 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 let me stop here. The, the rub here is that in 2008, she was directly honored uh, with the highest national honor in Indeed. Russia by directly by Putin, my who was beloved probably, Anna, who was probably trying to date her. Our beautiful children will have the male strength of me and the feminine <laughs> beauty of you, my beloved Anna. So she's been uh, uh, canceled at least. This is these kind of things are going on. These cancellations are happening in Germany, Italy, the United Kingdom. But get get this story, and this this kind of hits home as a, somebody who's a big capitalist and small business per, person. So uh, again, columnist uh, Carol Markowitz recently left the Big Apple, where city she loved, to move to Florida. She's writing over the weekend in the New York Post. Tatiana Varzar opened her eponymous Brighton Beach restaurant, Tatiana, in the 1990s. Capitalism. And expanded to Hallandale Beach, Florida, 17 years ago. She's got two, two locations for her uh, restaurant. She serves a variety of, e a variety of Eastern European food. Uh, Kachpuri, Kachpuri from Georgia. Okay. Salo from Ukraine. Mm. Lamb chops Pa Karski mm -hmm. from Armenia. Uh, Pelmeni from Russia and so on. Uh, no, no mention of kielbasa, which is as a Slovakian one of my one of my favorites. Okay, so Tatiana, our our uh, young entrepreneur here uh, from from uh, from Brighton Beach, told me that the Hallandale restaurant down in Florida has been getting, you guessed it, anonymous calls that include threats. She forwarded a voicemail to me, Carol Markowitz, in which the caller re refers to Russians as assassins and says menacingly that she should change the cuisine of the restaurant change the cuisine the restaurant wow. is based uh, on eastern Russian. european oh, wow. cuisine uh she is from odessa that is in ukraine uh she left in 1978 quote we left an oppressive state and it followed us here close <clears> quote <throat> this is the insanity of groupthink whether you're targeting uh white supremacists who right. don't exist yep. whether you're targeting people who refuse to get shots or refuse to mask up right. or whether you're targeting anyone who has an association with somebody half a world away who's doing something that that person has no control over uh eddie our country we have an infantile country an infantile country it is a uh, mob rules doubt um, <laughs> as you know i mean that's the that's the way that it goes and uh, that's the reaction uh let's not uh, we'd be remiss if we did not uh, talk about last week uh, when a guy was literally in, in I think it was in uh, Ireland, an Irishman, yes, Desmond yes. Wiley, plowing yes. truck through the uh, Russian embassy gates. Yeah, and boasting about it. <laughs> and and they had to arrest the guy. I mean, he's directly attacking a foreign country on his soil, yep. which uh, yep. I'm not sure. But, you know, the, the war pigs, uh, let's, let's also include uh, Vladimir Zelensky in all this, okay? Uh, here no it angel. is. Uh, no, not by any stretch. Of the man. Any man who plays a penis, uh, uh, excuse me, plays a piano with his penis. Uh, I had to shut off Alex Jones yesterday. 
Uh, and if you can text me why I did, uh, I've never done that before, but I directly complained to Alex. I texted Alex directly based upon the uh, comments that were coming in. He went on, on pedophilia, like you cannot believe and said some whole horribly inappropriate things as I'm listening with my children, uh, by the way, oh boy. as we're enjoying our uh, boba tea, but, uh, Vladimir Zelensky, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, the Ukrainian uh, president has been speaking at news conferences, Kiev, where he told reporters that Russia can only take the Ukrainian capital if it raises the city to the ground. Hey, guys, you guys can only take us down if you blow everything up in my city. Does that sound like a, someone who cares about his people? If you blow up all of our houses, we'll be totally fine. That's the only way you can take us. Who, who talks like this? Mm. Zelensky's comments came after an unidentified Ukrainian government official said the Israeli PM had urged Zelensky to accept an offer made by Putin to end the war. As reported by Israelis, Walla News, Jerusalem Post, and the U.S. news site, Holdilak, an advisor to Zelensky, denied the media report while a senior Israeli official described it as patently false. The leaders of all these countries are thinking that they can somehow beat Russia and go directly to war. Where you're, you're getting your asses handed to you. You're training while Russia is blowing stuff up. Have you seen the missiles that are hitting everything? So I don't understand why Zelensky is, is is so relentless while at the very same time, Russia, Dowd, will not stop. That makes no sense to me. Uh, I, I, the more I see of this guy, Eddie, the less serious he appears to me. I saw a picture of him at a hospital for men wounded and you know men defending yeah. their country. And that's the kind of thing leaders do. I don't see anything wrong with that. But Zelensky's got the smartphone up, you know, with his arm around the guy. And he's kind of, you know, yucking it up, like treating it in a rather unserious manner uh you don't really think churchill uh reagan (laughs) any any of the greats uh uh, facing either direct combat or the threat of combat would would do that uh and they wouldn't be going for screen time either they would not be showing up on places where they they can go ahead and get their transmission Mm -hmm. on television now they would Mm -hmm. literally be underground communicating various ways and not telegraphing their next punch and not goading a madman like uh Vladimir Putin. Uh, here's what's happened. Now, 79 children have been killed, more than 100 injured in the Russian war in Ukraine thus far. That was as of Saturday afternoon. I keep up with all the news on this feed, which feeds everything. This guy's a very good aggregator. Uh, in addition to the death and injury, the chaos of trying to escape the bloodshed, children are going missing in the Ukrainian border with humanitarian aid groups reporting instances of human trafficking. Now, um, that being said, Let's not get away from the reality of war. These are men who likely haven't been around women for weeks, months, maybe more than a year. And trust me, when they're out there fighting and they're angry, the very first thing you've heard, the, you've heard the phrase raping and pillaging. That's yep. exactly what they are doing. Yep. So um, that is a, a fact of war, of every war that is uh, out there. It's uh, the same fuel the same um, uh, impulses, the same, uh, what, what do you call those, synaptic uh, releases, mm. all are coming uh, of the same way. Now, <clears throat> I have to uh, actually pitch even more of this, because remember, part of the war is our response to them economically. Mm. The vote to basically cut off Russian oil was 414 to 17, 441 to, uh, 414 to 17, with many members of both parties voting yes, okay? So... We banned Russian oil on March 8th, and then Congress did it formally. Lawmakers said the bill banning imports from Russia as a way to signal displeasure with the country's invasion of Ukraine is crucial, even if it means gas prices already record highs 
would rise even further. Okay? They don't care about that. No. There would have been a much better response, which would be to prevent all this from happening in the first place. Here's what Kevin Brady, however, said of Texas. The ban on Russian oil is worth our support. Ukraine is waiting. But after this bill, I urge Congress to do more to revoke Russia's special straight trade status and unleash America's own ability to be energy independent. If your congressman does not have a command of world affairs and how basic economics works, when you're starving a country and they already have eight and a half to nine percent interest rates and inflation is already through the roof and they don't care about the ruble or their capital markets are completely on fire and all they have is natural resources and they've already invested as much, they're going to go ahead. If you penalize them economically at home, they are going to grow their economy by taking more territory. The zero-sum game, you take from me, we take from you. There is no mathematics here. They don't know what the resources of what they're taking over. They just know that they're going to be rush, uh, uh, much richer once Russia conquers eastern Ukraine, and it has. That's a de facto right there. Just like I told you and Mearsheimer has told you right from the very beginning, that's all he wants. He wanted that eastern part of Ukraine, and he doesn't want them to join NATO. Finito. And he wants to control now the Black Sea. Why? Because he can. That is an additional salvo that he just launched. Did you hear about the new uh, claim by uh, Putin? What does he want? He wants the Black Sea, all of it. And now, the more you take, the more he is going to try and take directly from us, and he's in a position to do it. So Andy Biggs, a Republican out of Arizona, one of the few people who voted against it, 17, said in the video statement that he supports banning Russian oil and the sanctions peace, but he wanted the moves to happen in conjunction with American energy independence. Wow. While you don't control Congress, while you don't control the Senate, while you don't control the executive, are you waiting for the 2022 elections to go ahead and react? There's no other choice here other than to just completely and totally ban it. But at this point, it's just like throwing rocks at, 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 at a missile that's coming in. And why haven't gas prices gone up? Why have they stayed steady here for the last couple of days? Because our local guys prodded now by Biden because he needs them are now increasing their output suddenly. See, this whole thing is uh, completely a- totally AOC be damned. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> but Eddie, I mean, the point about economics, I think, far too many people are missing here is, you know, Russia, our our great texter last week sent us in in terms of what they are on the export list for grains, minerals, petroleum, natural gas. I mean, Russia is, uh, and this is true for a lot of the OPEC countries too, uh, dysfunctional societies. And as, as uh, Adam Carolla, my favorite comedian likes to say, uh, Russia has the world's worst white people. You know, they're the highest level of, you know, Russian women average nine abortions, alcoholism is rampant, suicide is rampant. It's the, the, they're the world's worst white people. Russia doesn't have a lot of culture to offer the world. They don't have a lot of high-tech, uh, sophisticated software. Uh, they're not leaders in nanotech. Their space industry has completely collapsed. Elon Musk is, is doing such a number globally on all of the big aerospace countries. Uh, they are kind of the supermarket to the world when it comes to those natural resources, grains, energy, minerals, that kind of thing. When you start cutting them off and you start just messing with those global supply chains at a time when the global supply chains have already been messed up and in our country, inflation's out of control, you're penalizing the American consumer. You're penalizing your own voters. And uh, so I I think banning Russian oil is just completely asinine. Uh, It's only going to make things worse. Uh, I'm not a fan of Putin, but this is not the way to go about it. And 
again, when you see bipartisan agreement, folks, the, 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 the Muska political theorem number one, when Democrats and Republicans get together, it's bad policy. Yeah, <laughs> when always. liberals and conservatives get together, it's good policy. But when hack politicians R&D get together, it's very, very, very bad, bad policy. And, you, you know, we're all going to see, see the results. We're all going to see the results in our natural gas bills, our electricity bills, food bills, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We'll talk about inflation uh, next segment. Let's take a quick call uh, before we go to break. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, let me show Eddie. This is uh, Scobro. Hey, oh, I, I, uh, I just did a Instacart shop at Smith's and I came out. So I don't know what you guys have been talking about, but before I went into Smith's, I heard a report that China is going to completely switch back to coal yes. plants to yep. fire up all their energy. Yep. Back to the future. Yep. Okay. So, so that means I don't think we have a chance. The, the, the Democrats said we only had 12 more years, so I think we only have 10 left now. <laughs> That's funny. So, well, uh, uh, on a more serious note, they're going to level uh, the United States uh, if they get three to five years in without us switching back to going back more towards uh, more fossil fuels, because that's what has cons- uh, always given us the edge. We've been shutting down coal and fossil fuel producing places. I mean, it, you want to talk about something that should change a local election. Not that I care that much right now about a local election. There's nothing more than our natural resources Big time. that would help uh, this country than that. Number one and number six producing and uh, unleash the Kraken by going back and allow us to do the fracking. Um, so I think that's exactly what we need to do. I appreciate the phone call, Scott. Uh, what are you shopping for today, by the way? What oh, I, I mean, you know, I, I whatever the customer wants, they should give me a shopping list. I feel oh, I'm delivering okay, it now. It. Okay, got it. If it goes up to $5 a gallon, I'm going to have to quit and get a normal job. But I love this job. Because I get to listen to talk radio. Yeah, you tell us that all the time. Good stuff. You guys stop by the station, pick up some, uh, pick up a pen, a notepad, a uh, sticker, and they'll be happy to shake your hand and uh, and uh, see how cool you are. So good stuff. New uh, pens, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. New, Eddie, uh, this new, weekend we were yes. planning the big Vegas trip this summer, and we're going to be driving back through the wonderful American West. And I remembered, oh, there's that museum exhibit in Farmington I want to go to. Uh, this Rock of Talk, the only media outlet in the entire state, entire state that noted the 100th anniversary of the first natural gas production well drilled last October. It was the 100th anniversary. And there's a museum up in Farmington that has a display. It's going to be for the next two or three years. And I'm trying to convince my sister that we can swing by Farmington on the way back from Vegas, on our way back to Albuquerque. Uh, we are full of energy in New Mexico. Let's go. go get it. Go get it. 523, back and four. We'll talk about inflation when we return. Okay. 
This is Eddie Aragon for Axiom Home Services. Axiom Home Services specializes in refrigerated air conditioning conversions. Time to ditch the swamp cooler and convert to cool, refreshing, refrigerated air. Did you know Axiom Home Services is one of the highest rated AC companies in Albuquerque with over 40 years experience and provides a five-year parts and labor warranty on any new refrigerated air conditioning installation? Axiom Home Services maintains 4.9 stars on Google Review and check out what our customers say about Axiom. Call 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Music is the great communicator on makeusgodlyagain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. Makeusgodlyagain.com. Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air. And enchiladas and tacos. Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal. It is delicious. Hey, guys, what about the fresh air? And And what what about about the fresh fresh air? air? We are going to Monroe's in the Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683-883-3683. I need something sweet, chocolate, vanilla, fudge with fruit, nuts, cream jelly, mouth-watering, tingling, sensational, and I need it right now. Not just from anywhere, it must be the Candy Lady in Old Town, and they'll even deliver. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com. Straight Line Painting, a family-owned business providing their services for over 10 years. Now, whether you need a home or business painted, garage epoxy floor, or even a complete restucco, Straight Line Painting are the experts. Owners Efren and Josh are always available and oversee every project from estimate to final walkthrough. Call 505-659-0973 for a free estimate and visit StraightLinePaintingABQ.com to see their great reviews. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. 
Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Spend my days with a woman unkind, smoke my stuff and drink all of my wine. Mood in my mind, gonna make a new start. Going to California and again in Someone told me as it grew out there Was loving your eyes and flowers In your hair Five twenty-nine here in the Kiva Lots of uh, texts coming in I tell you, uh, a lot of reaction, good and bad, I should say. Uh, a lot of people don't know how to react to uh, World War III, but here we are. And, uh, you know, I think uh, cooler heads uh, will not be prevailing in uh, this one, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll continue to, to see it uh, escalate. A number of uh, texts here from Dave. World War escalation being aggressively pushed by Biden and NATO because tyrants need a food scarcity issue. I mean, you know, qui bono, right? Who benefits from all this? Who benefits? Who owns the... Largest, uh, who's the largest landowner in the entire country? That would be Bill Gates. Bill Gates, largest landowner. And then, of course, you remember Monsanto, the artificial food production, and et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> the, the Bill Gates that Joe Rogan recently pointed out is lecturing all of us about our health and who looks like a cadaver. Yes. He does look pretty bad. He does uh, look good. <laughs> you've been listening to Joe Rogan. I'm not a fan. I got to listen. I, I, you know, I dabble here and there. Not much. I love your Corolla stuff. You had a nice... Uh, oh, yeah, you yeah. Wanna, uh, I wish we could play that. There's too many F-words in it, but... Yeah, yeah Corolla had a talk with um, a guy who grew up in in Vietnam of all places. His father was, I think, a diplomat, and mm. the, he's a, he's an author, and he has a he has a podcast that the guy he was interviewing just talking yeah. about. And they were agreeing on how fear and Corolla's been talking about coronavirus for months now, saying they're yeah. crate training you, they're crate training you, yeah. getting you know selling Funny. you the fear and right. modifying your behavior, right. and you suck it up. Most not our people, but most people do. The world needs more F words uh, right now. <laughs> I think the problem is, is we didn't have enough food F-words. folks and fun. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that's uh, what a uh, food folks and fun is that uh, for the recently uh, shut down Dave and Buster's? Is that, what that is? <laughs> it's, uh, uh, McDonald's and then uh, oh, okay. uh, D- Dennis Miller when the uh, Germany was re- reunified? He said, uh, "Food folks and der Führer." Wow. <sighs> Manuel Goldstein used to be Trump. Now it's Putin. Uh, who will be blamed for the mass depopulation from the effects of feminine war? A lot of people are using the the depop concept now. Uh, everyone feels at this point uh, to start the depop is going to be a large nuclear blast taking out a major city, um, impacting that, and then you'll suddenly become okay with the possibility that that will happen. I believe, uh, what was it, about three months ago, Dowd, I was watching The Road, uh, yes. Cormac McCarthy's The Road. Um, wow. Hard to believe, you know, you guys might want to be plugged into it. I, I may not be great at everything, but uh, for some reason I have this uh, seer uh, impact on things. I, I don't know how it, I, it comes through. It just moves through me. Uh, Democratic Convention, MLG calls herself badass, breaks self-imposed mask mandate. Blah, blah. I, don't, I don't even want to talk. Like she's so unimportant to me now in so many ways. Uh, look at the size of the posterior on Governor Beezlebub. 
<laughs> Ukrainian uh, vodka and Wagyu beef only for this fat beast. Okay. <laughs> I just read the folks. I just read the quotes. Folks. What about PNAC plan for a new American century? I don't know anything about it. You? Yes. Yeah. That was a, uh, a document. It was a group that got together and did a document around 1998. Okay. And it was uh, kind of the typical Elliot Abrams, Charles Krauthammer. This is a unipolar moment. Uh, we should use our, our, our unquestioned power throughout the globe to spread democracy in the Middle East and overthrow Saddam Hussein. How, how did that work out, folks? We actually did it five years later. Uh, these are people of uh, tremendous grandiosity. They're never, they've never been made to pay the consequences of, of their terrible recommendations, and we should keep them uh, as far from power as we can. And the interesting thing about neocons is they penetrate both parties. Oh, they, they play do. both sides. Oh, boy, yeah, it's they not do. just RRD. Yeah, they're constantly focused on conflict and control. God bless America, Eddie. Made it to New Mexico. Good to hear you again. I love it here. Great people. Thanks. That's from Randall. Randall, what a, what a great one. Uh, Dave, I appreciate that. Judy checks in. She says, uh, hi, Eddie. Your last caller was correct about the Ukraine having biolabs. It's my understanding that they have close to just over 4,000 bioweapons labs. I don't know how many the United States are involved in. I would imagine all of them. But Laura Logan was in an interview stating that the United States is involved with one of the two labs in the Ukraine that handles the worst diseases, illnesses, for the gain-of-function research. Wow. Uh, you should trust Laura Logan. Trust her. Uh, great reporting. I've seen a couple of things on her. Her uh, reputation is, uh, you know, Anybody who left CBS can't be all that bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. She stated that she has seen paperwork for the Ukraine lab that has Fauci's signature. She stated that Obama was involved in the same lab since 2005 when he was just a member of Congress. The Obama likely have much they would like to have disappear, hence the uh, destruction of the Ukraine. I wonder if Bill Gates and the New World Order cabal are on this reduced world population thing, redistribute assets, bring USA down. Sounds like their ideation. Just a thought, Pat from uh, Los Chavez. What's up, Pat? How's it going? So that's a good one. I love that one. That's a, a very, very, very good text. Uh, Judy, good job. Uh, Russ checks in. He says, when Barack Obama signed the NDAA in 2012, it legalized propaganda to be used on the American people. Um, Russia provides and controls 40% of the agricultural potash and large amount of ammonium nitrate. Yep. Wow. Fertilizer. So that is uh, another thing that Russia provides to the world of fertilizer, as you know, which is up 300%. Good tech. Uh, and then, uh, <clears throat> Eddie, this whole, th this whole thing also shows how effing weak Russia actually is. We need to stay out, period. This also shows how weak our current administration is. Uh, this is from a guy who last Wednesday says, Ukraine is kicking Russian ass Eddie. It's not all propaganda. And I said 100% propaganda. They're trying to drag us into it for sure, but those cheering won't be the ones sacrificing themselves or their loved ones. I have skin in the game. If that happens, my view is to let Ukraine and Russia figure it out. We need to avoid war at all costs. So that, that was him hedging. You saw the hedging that was going on right there. So that's, that's how we can convince people uh, here. Let me go back. To Russ, uh, who sent me a fake video, Dowd. I'm going to send it to you. Okay. And um, this is something that I can literally just directly go to uh, Dowd on the fly. I'm thinking about reactivating our um, Telegram or using it. That way I can push this oh, stuff right. out. I guess people like Telegram. Um, and I'm, I guess that would be the only social media that I'd actually check this out, Dowd. Um, and then watch the video along with me, and I should probably just pop this in and import it on rock, rockoftalk.tv. But it's sort of scary because we have a bunch of body bags, people walking past like very leisurely, casually. The, the pan shot that's looking has all these people laying down in black body bags. And 
they're almost perfect in the way that they're laying down. They all have their shoes on. It's not like they were about to die. They literally have perfect shoes on, right? And then at the very front, the guy is literally trying to cover himself while they're painting shots. So mm -hmm. when we talk about propaganda, this is why I say these types of things. I don't know if this is real or not, but uh, could be manufactured to uh, create the opposite end of it. But, you know, <clears throat> it, I wouldn't put it past any of it. I went to liveleak.com. And I saw several attacks on Russians. I've seen no Russian attacks other than what's been coming through. Isn't that interesting, Doubt? Mm -hmm. so you're watching that right there um, on it. But the video, Eddie, I'm watching right now, there's a guy who's getting out of the body bag. He looks quite healthy. Yes. And someone runs over to him like, no, no, don't. Yeah, but don't look just at him. Look at all the shoes of all the people in the body bags and look how perfectly wrapped they are. And generally speaking, when you have casualties in wars, most of the people are either missing legs, oh, sure. uh, feet. Why are they all? And there's no blood hurt? stains from where the bodies were put. Like ah. you know, body bags usually it's a messy scene. It I mean, is, it, yeah, yeah. Generally speaking, oh, there's a lot of bad information. <laughs> yes. There is all sorts of uh, <laughs> bad information. Uh, five fifty, fifty five hundred. We hope to give you nothing but good information here, and not tell you how good it feels to have uh, D Dowd uh, back here in the in the studio. Now let's talk about inflation. Okay, so. Qui bono, who benefits? Qui bono, who benefits, right? A um, great uh, man, Dan Butterfield, used to ask that question all the time. I'd love to talk to him. Democrats pointed accusing fingers at Vladimir Putin, of course. <laughs> Congressional Republicans ripped into Joe Biden, okay? Saying they were the main cause of the 7.9% annual inflation. Democrats are blaming, blaming um, Vladimir Putin. Regardless, you're experiencing it, okay? So I'm going to kind of put this up there for a rock of talk, uh, guys, if you can see it right there, there's the graph. Fuel is up over 45%. Used cars and trucks year over year, as of March 10th, up 43%. Gasoline up 41%. Hotels up nearly 35%. Sporting events, 25%. I don't know why. I don't know who goes to watch this crap. And uh, Tom Brady, woo boy. I got a reason to watch the NFL. Just say again. no. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The only guy I care about. The furniture is up uh, 23%. Bacon and sausage. Uh, you always got to throw that. Very important. I like how we just, all of a sudden, we got all these big categories and then it's bacon and sausage. What about ham? Uh, 21%. Yeah. Why yeah they we... all come from the same place. Sit, sit, fruits, 20%. Beef and veal, 18%. Peanut butter somehow is up uh, four, uh, 16%. And tires are up 16%. So there you go. That's uh, that's the number. So everything right now is more expensive. Everything during the Corona. Do you remember how incredibly cheap it was? People oh, yeah. were giving away food, flights, whatever they possibly could. We'll get you to do this. I mean, now it's just completely amazing how they have totally uh, reshaped behavior. So, what is your reaction uh, to all of that? I'd love to uh, hear who you blame. Do you blame Biden? Do you blame Putin? Uh, do you blame the new world order? I'd uh, love to hear from you on any of that. Dad, who do, who do you blame? Oh, boy. Who do I blame? Hmm. Um, I think there was these things called stimmy payments. Hmm. Uh, and they started under a Republican president, but they got more hmm. expensive under a Democratic president. And I believe there was pretty much bipartisan support in Congress for those. That played a major role. Uh, you know, Eddie, I, I really think and one of the reasons I endorsed Trump for reelection was the guy was the first president in my lifetime to really want to roll back what I consider 
a, a force multiplier for the cost of living, which is excessive energy and environmental regulations that really do more harm than good, that address either non-existent or very weak problems. I think the cost of your everyday life, I mean, I, I'm just a guy, let alone, but I still have to buy natural gas, I still have to buy gasoline, and I still have to buy food. And the regulatory society, uh, the permanent sort of administrative regulatory state was and has been out of control since Nixon or, or not even earlier. Trump was a four beautiful years of a deregulatory posture. Uh, that all vanished when he was drummed out of office. And so who, do you, who do you blame? Uh, a, a very wise man said we have very stupid people in Washington. Uh, when he was running for president a number of years ago. And I think the very stupid people in Washington bear more of our high cost of living than any other force on earth. Yeah. And the bureaucrats are entrenched uh, there. Yeah. Caller, uh, you're in the Kiva. Who do you blame for the inflation? Oh, I blame the uh, premier of China. <laughs> okay. Obviously. Come on. I'm, imagine what Putin's thinking. He's the villain of the world right now. He's the top three country. China attacked the whole world and got an Olympics for an award, and they got and they got away with it. Do you think stuff went up? You think stuff went up because of COVID, Corona? The the aim was to get rid of Trump. They didn't want Trump to be president again, and look what's happened since. Elections have consequences. I think that's the first time that's been uh, said in our air. I think that's insightful and I would probably agree with that. Yeah, I think that's good because let's not let's not think about the trade war back in 16 to 18 between the US and the United States. Uh we kicked China's ass. I think that's uh, pretty fair to say. What what else is on your mind? Very quickly. Uh getting home and eating dinner. There you go. Go enjoy your food. Go enjoy your food. Color you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Who do you blame for the inflation? Going once, going twice. Three times a maiden. We have to really like wait uh, for people just to stall out. That doesn't work. You know, that just doesn't. You got to respect but... a man who has his priorities, though. He's going home to eat dinner. What's for dinner? I don't know. I eat between ten and two. Another key, folks. You got to have hours for eating. That's about uh, all I can tell you. Uh, get used to starving yourself because. That's probably coming uh, to as great well. time to lose weight. Yeah. You got you got your carnivore pizza though today. I Dow, did. Dow I literally did. requested Thank it you, when he came in. He said, "I haven't seen you all week, all year. I haven't seen you in seventy five days." I said, "Let's come in, get some pizza." Five forty two, back and four. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, 
We use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS 188-348. S3 Technologies, security service solutions. Security, a variety of security for cloud, perimeter, network, server, and email. S3 Technologies' proactive approach to information technology management provides a secure and reliable platform that allows you to focus on your business instead of the management of your IT infrastructure. S3 Technologies, years of expertise keeping your company up to date with a watchful eye and flexible solutions to manage your environment efficiently, safely and securely. You'll never know how efficient you can run your business until you talk to S3 Technologies. Make an appointment to get a roadmap and risk assessment of what steps you can take to secure your business. Turn your business into secure growth in 2022. S3 Technologies, 505-242-5683. 505-242-5683. S3 Technologies, online, s3nm.com. You trusted your home or business security to the local company with an armed response. They sold out and now you got selected. Now your security is on the brink of being bought out by a national corporate giant. I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. IPS isn't for sale. I'm invested here and care about your home and business security like it's my own. Let the highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols of IPS protect what's yours. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you own a business that's expanding? Are you outgrowing your space? Do you need a second, third, or even fifth location? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. 
trying to stop for them. Don't put them down the stairs again. If we share the quiet defense, lighting out the day's events. Man, that guy is ugly. Holy moly, the lead singer for, uh, but can he sing? Can he play some instruments? And can that guy drum? So good. That little studio, I, I'd have to say that studio rivals how cool this studio is. It's a, uh, it's a pretty good one there, Dowd. Mm-hmm. So a uh, little little rush there. A lot of people hate rush. Like I don't know. Oh, please. Yeah. I mean, the drummer passed away what a few years back. Blame Canada. <clears throat> yeah. I don't get it. Did you watch it this weekend? Um, did you watch uh, South Park? You know what? I, no, but you'll be happy what I did watch. What I had, yeah, I'd never seen all the way through before. I'd only seen a, a couple of different five and ten minute scenes. Mm-hmm. Margin Call. I watched it all the way through. Did you really? For the first time, I'd never you. seen it all the way through. That is a. It's really more like a play. It only exists yeah. on a couple of sets, but. And they never say we're Goldman Sachs. They never say we're right. Lehman Brothers. Yep. None of that. Yep. It's all implied. And just the focus is the the reality of the economic situation falling on these executives. Yeah. Ooh, when it hit the fan. <clears throat> yeah. It did. Jeremy Irons is uh, amazing in every Talk movie. Talk to me as in. if I were a young child <laughs> or a golden retriever. <laughs> I was watching uh, The Virtuous Sin uh, uh, from the uh, Criterion channel. Uh-huh. Uh, my, my son's asking me. Like, uh, why are you watching a movie about Russia? It's like it's part of the pre-code Paramount. Uh, uh, Merrily, Merrily, we go to hell. Designed for living. I'm no angel. It's uh, all part of the. Um, I don't know the all the pre. <sighs> Before they started banning stuff in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and uh, this was a movie the about code, Russia. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I started watching that, and it was actually that's for the first thirty minutes. Uh, pretty, pretty. Pretty good watch it, you know. It was a 1930 film. I was like, oh my gosh, this is 92 years ago, and I watched it. And it was the way that they interact and talk and all that kind of stuff. Pretty good. 550, 50, 500. If you want to go ahead and and uh, text in uh, if you like. Uh, let's see. Uh, blame the Bible. It's the truth. Like a well planned code book. Hilarious. Hilarious. I blame Biden, the Congress, and the Federal Reserve. I'm innocent. I was attacked by Vladimir Putin. A a, a, a picture of juicy Smollett. <laughs> And then uh, this coming, let's see, from Live Link, debris blown sky high after Ukraine artillery makes direct hits. Artillery hits dense civilian occupied area. Russian precision strike destroys Ukrainian ammo. Ukrainian drone destroys Russian command post. Artillery strike on Russian vehicle. Ukrainian BTR unleashes 30 millimeters on Russian armored tank. Uh, yeah, I saw some Russians get blown up. Uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, drone captures intense and immense devastation. Look, they're in there. Look, I don't like watching people die either, but... I don't mind watching some Russian tanks getting taken out. I really don't. You know, but just like they're all in a convoy and and then left, right, left, right. They're just running. Vodka, vodka. CCTV camera captures missile strike in Kurenivka. And Russian tank with looted supplies engages Ukrainians. Ukrainian soldiers engage Russians uh, first. So there you go. Lots of all sorts of propaganda, as you know, all comes in. And uh, we'll get you to pay more at the pump because you want to. You think it's your patriotic duty now suddenly. So. 
interestingly, uh, that's what you will do. Um, <clears throat> I, I do want to be, we'll talk more about the war in the third hour. Yes. World war three. We'll talk more about the war in the third hour. I think it's time for us to talk more about the vax mandates being removed. Absolutely. Every place, uh, every place. Uh, let me, let me start here first. This is, uh, really interesting because <clears throat> they have a zero COVID fight takes a mental toll on society. Hong Kong is going under full lockdown. Once again, a resident waited. They have a zero tolerance policy. Like it's, it's crazy. If one person has it, they lock up the whole city. That's communism. Okay. Does that sound like something, you know, yeah, that's New Mexico. Right? We've been living for uh, Hong Kong resident. Young waited for 13 hours outside a hospital. In the city. This is what happens. The people are looking for help. Uh, outside a hospital in the city's eastern district in cold, rainy weather with his three-year-old daughter who had a high fever before they could admit, be admitted for COVID-19 treatment. She got impatient. By the time they could enter, her fever had gone down. She didn't need it. But because she waited in line, here's what happened. They decided to take him in anyway. The utilities worker had to stay in the hospital for four nights without a bed because he and his daughter were not allowed to leave. They were then sent to a government isolation for 10 more days. What's the biggest stress for somebody like that? Uh, came not from being infected, but leaving his wife and 22-month-old, both with COVID-19 at home without any support. Listen to this line. Listen to this line next. This, this will blow you away. My wife suffered a lot. Her symptoms became more serious because of the hardship of taking care of the baby and no time to rest. She said she would jump down out of the building if no one came back to support her. Oof. Hong Kong races to build isolation facilities as COVID-19 cases surge. Oh, that'll work. Here it is. Uh, total commie reaction. They, they're going to make it. They're going to go full commie on this. Okay. They got to do it. We, we now own Hong Kong. Hong Kong belongs to uh, ta uh, Taiwan. Listen up. Listen up, Taiwan. As a surge in COVID-19 cases overwhelms Hong Kong's healthcare facilities, authorities have deployed mainland medical construction workers and building materials to speed up the efforts to contain the outbreak of the they're using construction workers to contain the virus. How fast is it spreading? Well, we got to build buildings that can get up before it spreads. Hong Kong continues to stick to a zero COVID dynamic. It's called dynamic zero. COVID we got policy a new term, ladies. Of dynamic zero. The same mainland China, which seeks to curb all outbreaks at any cost instead of trying to live with the virus. De-zizzle, de-zizzle. Dynamic zero. Yeah, dynamic Don't zero. Don't tell Michelle Luan Grisham. Yeah. She'll, she'll install that, the dynamic zero. It just sounds good. Okay, and meanwhile, here's here's what's happening as far as uh, COVID is concerned. This is interesting. Mask mandates for children in Spain weren't linked to a lower rate of COVID-19 cases or transmit. Spain was about to, it was surviving Armageddon. Remember, everybody in Spain and Italy, because they all kiss each other's faces, mm -hmm. right? They're all dying, right? This is absolutely crazy. The retrospective study identified a lower case rate in preschool where there were no mandates when compared to older groups who were required to wear masks. That's right, folks. Your masking was leading to higher rates. Researchers believe that age dependency was the most important factor for the risk of the virus transmission in schools. In other words, the older a child gets, the more likely they are to have an adult-like immune response. Adults are more likely than children to contract COVID-19 with symptoms kids uh, don't worry about it but we wanted to go ahead and uh you know do do whatever we want to do to eddie how any it. person who yes. in public health how many of these people actually have experience with children thinking children weren't going to be taking these things on and off using them to mask themselves using them as toys uh stealing them throwing them uh you know 
and that was going to protect them. Uh, do, do you know what children are like? Have you ever been around a child? I, this was. <clears throat> or There's people three I'll never three. see again, not because they died, but because they're just scared to death of COVID. Yeah. You know, and yep. I'll never see their faces again because you ugly. You're wearing the mask because you ugly. Here we go. <clears throat> this is this this is good. This good you. A group of regional health officials in BC, British Columbia, advised the University of British Columbia in mid-February that vaccine mandates, passports, and segregated lockdowns are more harmful than good. <gasps> Advice that appears to be at odds with the provincial health officer Bonnie Henry's stance. We have our own local Bonnie Henry, Dr. Disgrace. Vancouver Coastal Health urged the university to drop its plan to deregister students who did not declare the COVID-19 vaccination status. Other medical officers later argued the Omicron variant has rendered two doses of the COVID-19 vaccines totally and completely ineffective. Lockdown debate was skewed because skeptical scientists had less Twitter firepower. That's right. They used Twitter to go ahead and bully people. Scientists opposed to COVID-19 lockdowns were viewed as fringe, partly because those calling for draconian restrictions had more social media influence. The louder you scream, the more often you say it, the more right you are. Mr. Iannotis wrote that he sought to determine whether the prevailing narrative that the GBD was only a minority view among the <clears throat> experts. In his paper published in Open Research, he found that Twitter firepower had helped shape the entire narrative and drove people to mask and vax. There it is. So I guess we should visit uh, Dr. Disgrace, shall we? Ooh. New Mexico Health and Human Services Secretary Dr. Disgrace observed a moment of silence in remembrance of the 7,050 people who have died in the states since the pandemic began. Disgrace marked the two-year anniversary. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the two-year anniversary of New Mexico's first confirmed COVID-19 infections during a virtual briefing with reporters. He said new infections and hospitalizations have dropped dramatically in recent weeks. He said COVID-19 is a serious disease and the state is making plans to ensure it will be prepared in the event another surge caused by a new variant. Meanwhile, Pfizer today announces that they have a cover-all shot. Uh, yes, on the second anniversary of COVID-19 lockdowns, they have a uh, one that will prevent anybody from getting the COVID and all variants ever again. Hey, that's another syringe I won't be taking. Where is uh, Fauci? That's what I'd like to know at this point. Good where, is, where is Fauci out? You know, uh, my management of the coronavirus has been so successful that I'm uh, I'm actually I'm up in orbit right now with Jeff Bezos. Uh, Where is the cult of Fauci? Well, it's still out there. You see him at the malls and there's a lot of stupid and a lot of stupid people. And they're all wearing masks. Back after a quick break to top of the hour news. Bring it back for hour three commercial free. You and me and the Dow makes three here on AM 600 KIVABQ.FM. Rock of This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. First Facebook, now Instagram. Russia is banning millions of its citizens from using Instagram after its parent company, Meta, decided it would not allow posts referring to violence against Russian soldiers in Ukraine. 
This has White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says the White House sees no evidence that Russian President Vladimir Putin is planning to de-escalate or stop the onslaught in Ukraine. Diplomacy requires uh, engaging in good faith to de-escalate, and what we're really looking for is uh, evidence of that. A number of Israeli government sites are down after a major cyber attack. Unconfirmed sources say hackers based in Iran may be behind it. Israeli officials saying they're working to get the websites back up. President Biden taking part in a DNC fundraiser tonight. This is USA Radio News. Have you or someone you know used heartburn medications Zantac or Ranitidine and been diagnosed with cancer? Zantac and Ranitidine have been positively linked to cancer. According to the FDA, Zantac and Ranitidine contain NDMA, a known cancer-causing agent. NDMA has been positively linked to cancers of the bladder, pancreas, esophagus, liver, and stomach. Even in single doses and in smaller doses over time, NDMA is one of the strongest proven cancer-causing agents. Call 888-960-1233 or go to ZantacMoney.com. You may be entitled to substantial compensation without going to court if you or a loved one have taken these products in the past 10 years and been diagnosed with cancer. Call now to see if you qualify for free. Call 888-960-1233 or visit ZantacMoney.com to get what may be owed to you. You may be entitled to a cash reward. Find out now at ZantacMoney.com or call 888-960-1233 to see if you qualify for free. The president of Ukraine is set to address Congress virtually this week. Ukrainian President Zelensky will address all members of Congress on Wednesday morning. Zelensky will update the House and Senate on the brutal Russian invasion of his nation just days after Congress sent roughly $14 billion in lethal and humanitarian aid to Ukraine. Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senator Chuck Schumer said in a letter to lawmakers that Congress remains unwavering in our commitment to supporting Ukraine as they face Putin's cruel and diabolical aggression. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. More than 100 Haitian illegal immigrants landed in the Florida Keys on Monday. Police in Monroe County saying the illegal immigrants were on a boat that landed at Summerland Key. Officials from the U.S. Border Patrol responding to the situation and say they're investigating a potential maritime smuggling event. At the closing bell, the Dow gaining one point on Monday. USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top 10 most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. The Pentagon is extending sympathies to American journalists injured and killed in Ukraine. Two examples of the dangers in covering uh, war. This is a war that didn't need to be fought, to be sure. Freelance filmmaker Brent Renault was working on a documentary on refugees when he was killed. Fox correspondent Benjamin Hall was injured in Kyiv and is currently hospitalized. Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby condemning Russian President Vladimir Putin's unprovoked war and said it was a war that didn't need to be fought. The governor of Louisiana says a public health emergency, which was put in place to stop the spread of COVID, is going away. This Wednesday, the order expires. And after 24 months, I will not be renewing it. Democratic Governor John Bell Edwards making the announcement on Monday 
which comes on the two-year anniversary of the first COVID death in Louisiana. Photos and videos of Bob Saget's dead body will be off limits to authorities. This comes as a judge approved an injunction that prevents Orange County, Florida's police and medical examiner from releasing the report to the public. The comedian was found dead in his Orlando hotel room in January, and the death was ruled an accident. His family had filed the lawsuit to block the release of the records. Find our news anywhere you download podcasts by searching for USA Radio News. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. with more 411 here for your third hour. A little Seven Nation Army is what we're whipping up with the white stripes waving the white flag at this point is what we should be doing instead of flying the uh, black flag. Uh, hour three, commercial free, you and me, the Dowd makes three, and here we are live on Pi Day. Happy birthday to Albert Einstein. Uh, we might uh, salute uh, and use and solicit uh, your services. Uh, right to you, Dowd Muska? Uh, uh, mesmerizingly, uh, that might be the very thing. Um, it's not just going to be Oppenheimer's. It uh, might be uh, amongst <laughs> other things. We're in World War III, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, just in case you haven't uh, witnessed what's going on in terms of the shelling and the gathering of seven nations, France, United States, the UK, Norway, uh, and everything along their training, nearly 40,000 troops. Uh, we've got a nuclear submarine and uh, We've got our forces uh, geared up for, what is it, Operation Cold Response or something? Mm -hmm. I don't know, whatever that is. Um, but uh, near Russia, I'm sure nothing, at this yeah, heightened tension time, yeah. I'm sure nothing. Uh, I just tweeted out from the official Rock of Talk 
Twitter.chat Twitter account, an image someone sent me earlier today, Eddie, it, uh, it, it's got images of flags and people, but I'll, I'll read the, the language to you. I do not stand with Russia. I do not stand with Ukraine. I do not stand with NATO. I do not stand with the UN. I stand with the people in each country who are held hostage by governments that start wars, destroy economies, and subjugate our lives. And let's not forget the World Economic Forum's role in all this, uh, coupled with the uh, central bankers and, uh, you know, the five families. The, the five families of New York. No, no, it's uh, the five families of the world, you know, the Rothschilds, the DuPonts, um, all the rest of those people. And George Soros uh, being the conductor of those as he has this symphonic uh, symphony of destruction that's coming in. By the way, that Seven Nation Army, uh, let me just, I just pulled up the lyrics just now, and it says, uh, just think about this with regards to Vladimir Putin. Okay, now uh, uh, Dowd's about to pull up those nations that are coming together. Um, and music is so prophetic in so many ways. And not that probably Jack White had any of this in mind at the time, but it certainly, I think, bears, uh, <clears throat> I think, uh, playing in the midst uh, of all this. I'm going to fight them all. A seven nation army couldn't hold me back. They're going to rip it off. They're taking their time right behind my back. Just think of Vladimir Putin. And I'm talking to myself at night because I can't forget KGB and never forget Soviet breakup by back and forth through my mind behind a cigarette. And the message come from my, coming from my eyes says, leave it alone. Okay. Well, we're telling him, leave it alone. Don't want to hear about it. Every single one's got a story to tell. Everyone knows about it, from the Queen of England to the Hounds of Hell. And if I catch it, if I catch it coming back my way, I'm going to serve it back to you. And that ain't what you want to hear, but that's exactly what I'll do. And the feeling come from my bones says, find a home. Refugees, we create refugee out of entire country. You want to join NATO, I know why. I'm going to Wichita, far from this opera forevermore. I'm going to work the straw, make the sweat drip out of every pore. And I'm bleeding and I'm bleeding and I'm bleeding right before the Lord. All the words are going to bleed for me and I will sing no more. And the stains coming from my blood tell me, go back home. That means unquestionable dedication to a victorious end is Vladimir Putin. Are you sure you have that resolve? Mearsheimer warned the United States and these other countries. Do you have the resolve? To defend Ukraine? Obviously, no, because that hasn't happened. You have the, the, the resolve to defend your countries. Well, now you're in a forced position of having to because now he is encroaching. And now you're thinking, well, we didn't give him the eastern part of Ukraine. Now he wants all Black Sea. Yes, I want all Black Sea. Opulence. I has it. I love the best. <laughs> but I also like savings the money. <laughs> Carla, you're in the Kiev Hour 3. How are you? Go ahead. Very well, gentlemen. Thank you very much. You got to speed it up, Dave. We have a good show going, okay? So quick, quick to the point, all right? I don't want to be, I don't want uh, you to read to me, so let's go. No, I wasn't planning on reading. Okay, well, just uh, get to how it. Does, how does one kill off a first world nation? They get into power of that first world nation, and what do they do? They sabotage it economically and in every manner strategically, like our oil, our manufacturing, and everything else. 
And they use mesmerizing media to be able to uh, help people see the vision that the mainstream media wants to put out. And now once they've uh, destroyed the economy, what else do they do? Gets involved in a major war. Okay, my Humvee, when I was in, was not powered by batteries. The airplanes are not powered by batteries. All the munitions and everything that we had came from fossil fuels and other sorts of things that had to be manufactured in a not-so-clean manner. And so now we're being thrust into the position of, yay, I killed the economy. Now let's go to war. What in the bleep are you thinking, moron? It's just absolutely insane. They want to pull up, draw us into World War III, like it, actually you and Dowd were actually mentioning previous to this. This is absolutely nuts. We've got no business there. We've got no dog in that fight. Yes, Clinton put us into an agreement back in the 90s to defend Ukraine. We're not in a position to be able to do that. Subsequently, or actually previous to that, Bill Clinton sold the Long Beach Naval Shipyard to China back in 96. Hey, Dave, we're getting a little convoluted here. So, uh, you know, story time we can have after, but I was hoping to get to a point. Sorry to cut you off, but uh, I'm lost. Thanks for the uh, phone call. Well, 550, I, I, just, 5, I, don't, I don't know what our caller is uh, talking about, Eddie. I have it on very good authority uh, with this uh, pushing us toward war. Uh, I'm on the official NATO website right now, nato.int. Uh, the basics of cold response 2022, 30,000 troops from over 25 countries. They are training together in cold weather exercises. Yep. And uh, according, again, this is an official document from NATO. This year's exercise was announced over eight months ago. It is not linked to Russia's unprovoked and oh, okay. unjustified right, invasion right. of Ukraine, which NATO is responding to with preventive, proportionate, and non-escalatory measures. <clears throat> it's all planned, folks. Uh, there it is. Uh, this is a takedown. Sorry, I'm just going to uh, be cutting people off. I mean, we got to get to a point pretty quick. We got a lot of material to get to. And so, you know, I, I have my patience is short uh, with some of your frequent callers. And quite honestly, I don't really, if you want to jump on the show, you can, but it's got to be quick. All right. Uh, North Korea tests new ICBMs in serious escalation. This just coming in. By a state-run media, two set, two launches were attempts to test cameras that will be installed on future surveillance website, uh, uh, satellites. On top of that, I believe that there were 12 Iranian missiles that were sent uh, towards the U.S. Embassy. Is that correct? Yeah, Dan, I think they you... had a uh, satellite launch within the last 10 days or something. Yeah, so there you go. We're going to do that. So so uh, here's the pop culture response. Okay, I guess uh, we got to go to this uh, Trevor Noah guy, the South, South Africa. Um, this is interesting. So here, here's what's happened. An entire city of uh, Mariupol. I hope I pronounced that correct. I don't know that any of our news guys are doing that. President Zelensky accused Russia of waging a war of annihilation. Yet he says, your hero, your hero Zelensky says, the only way you'll take Kiev or Kiev, whatever you're pronouncing, pre-2014 or, or post-2014, that's when it all changed somehow. Okay, Kiev, 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 okay. The only way you can take Kiev is if you raise it to the ground. And then you say, you're waging a war of annihilation against our country. Well, you're, you're, you're goading me in to do it. You said the only way I can take you and conquer you, you won't agree to my terms, and we have, all, we have the guns, we have the missiles, we're aimed at you. We're going to raise you to the ground, just like you're asking. 
Not sure Seven Nation Army ain't going to stop us. Here, here it is. Putin, here, here's what's happened just over the last day. Anyhow, Putin spoke to President Macron of France and the German Chancellor Olaf Scholz for 75 minutes, but showed no willingness to end the war. He's talking to the other side. Putin's having conversations. Hey, what's up, bro? High five, bro. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know why you guys got to be so uncool. This NATO expansion stuff ain't cool, bro. Ukrainian military claimed the Russian troops had fire on a convoy of women and children, leaving a village in northwest Kiev on Friday by an agreed evacuation corridor, killing seven. We have 79 women and children killed so far. Russian Deputy Foreign Minister Sergei Rubikov warned that further supplies of Western military aid to Ukraine would be considered legitimate targets, and they are. Friday night, Saturday night, you got to have uh, new Kiev time, right? you got to be, uh, was it uh, nine, nine hours ahead, I think yeah, is what it is, nine hours ahead. And it was ahead from us. So currently, uh, what, three, three, four in the morning? Legitimate targets as they're taking out supply lines and training stations. Zelensky confirmed that Ukraine has lost 1,300 troops. Ukraine's foreign minister, Dmitry Okuleva, said the country was ready to negotiate but would not accept any ultimatums or surrender. Raise it to the ground. We're defending our territory. You're not on the offensive yet. Okay. And the good guys ain't coming in to help you. There's no cavalry. There's no... Wild cowboys defending you against uh, the crazy Indians at this point, you know. Volonkavaka, Volonvaka lies between the city of Donetsk, the hub of unrecognized separatist Donetsk People's of Republic, which violently broke away from the Ukraine eight years ago, and the vital Ukrainian control port of Maripol on the Sea of Azov, which has been under siege since March the 2nd. So the forces are intensifying their efforts to take key cities, including Maripol, and now... Uh, 40 miles south of Volonkopa. That's what they're looking at next. That's what's coming. Okay, so what, what's the response right now? The entire city, an entire city in eastern Ukraine has been wiped out, out in a Russian invasion. Okay. That city is the city I just spoke about, Volonkopa. Days of heavy bombardment from air and ground artillery, 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 excuse me, assaults have demolished much of the small, strategically important city of 21,000 people. Raise it to the ground. That's a test ground for them. Videos on social media showed soldiers in armored vehicles surrounded by mangled, burnt-out buildings. Civilians living there had managed to escape before they arrived. Uh, as the war drags into its 20th day, Putin's forces are intensifying their efforts to take key cities, including not just the mayor, but the entire city of Maripol. So there you go. That's, that's where it stands right now. Okay. Here, here's the pop culture response. Trevor Noah saying, you have to be kidding me about uh, uh, Biden. Biden asleep by 4 a.m. He's not negotiating, 4 p.m. in the afternoon, okay? He, no one's taking his calls. He's got no allies in the Mideast. Saudi Arabia is not taking his calls. He says, apparently Saudi Arabia won't even pick up the phone for president of the United States. When is the first time, when's that last time that's happened? I mean, I know it's hard to arrange those calls. You know, Ridia is eight hours ahead. Biden asleep by 4 p.m. It's a narrow window to make it work, but still, that must have been really embarrassing for Joe Biden. Can you imagine? He phones them and they don't pick up. Then Trevor Noah goads the conservatives and the Republicans. Oh, this wouldn't have happened if, if Donald Trump were president, okay? And they're just eating that up. <laughs> you know who's eating up that, that more than anything? Donald Trump. He wants you to pay $2,500 for his plane. And on top of that, he's, I'm getting texts about him bragging about his great rally on Saturday night. He's having his rally. Oh, uh, my, my dad... Don Jr., my dad just uh, had a, a great rally. He needs your donations right now. Okay, yeah, that, that's where we're at. 
I don't know. Do I give money to Ukraine? Am I giving it to Trump? What, what, where, are we giving money to the to the oil people? Do, do I put an extra dollar or two in the tip jar? Like, what, what's really happening here? Right? Kind of crazy. Let's go to the top, shall we, Dowd? Hmm. Russian sanctions, the helpful, the harmful, and the pointless. <laughs> How about the pointless, the pointless, and the pointless? Dowd, of course, from the great libertarians who seem to be the minds of uh, World War III had a lot of suggestions, Dowd. Uh, yeah. Share them, if you would. Yeah, it was a great piece uh, over at uh, Reason. Uh, you know, we don't always agree with them. They were they suffered from some serious <clears throat> Trump derangement syndrome. But uh, I, I like their distinction between political sanctions and personal sanctions. I mean, as an American, if you want to never buy another Russian product, that's your business. I don't care. But uh, political, they're a little more... Well, they have a little, little, little bit more uh, impactful. Uh, political sanctions may be justifiable, justifiable in principle, but they are tough to justify in practice. For once, uh, for one, public officials are not generally reliable in determining whether and how to effectively impose sanctions against unjust regimes. Uh, and this research goes back years, but according to a recent analysis of political sanctions, they are generally unlikely to achieve major policy changes regime change or military impairment. And you, you can think of that and even, even active warfare uh, when you're indiscriminately bombing a country, oftentimes the, the people rally to their leaders, even if they're not happy with their leaders because they see themselves as victim as the out, out, of the outsider. So it's better to stick with the people of my kind, even if we're in the wrong, when people from abroad, far away are killing us. Uh, the case for sanctioning often uh, appeals to imputation of collective responsibility. That's another I think moral problem that I have with quote unquote punishing Russia. Well, who are you actually punishing? I don't think that Mr. Putin is going to feel any of the pain from this. He has access to whatever he needs, very wealthy in the black market. Uh, as if individual citizens are culpable for their leader's wrongdoing, uh, the imputation of responsibility is implausible because even in democratic societies, citizens rarely exercise meaningful control over foreign policy. Uh, just parenthetically, folks, I might add that uh, even in democratic societies, we don't exhibit a lot of control over domestic policy as well. Uh, therefore, citizens shouldn't be morally responsible for what their governments do abroad, just as American citizens aren't culpably complicit in the unjust wars that the U.S. military has prosecuted. I probably wouldn't use that language. I would say the Washington Empire builders, the military boys and girls do what they're told. Uh, nor are ordinary Russians culpably complicit in Putin's aggression against Ukraine. Uh, believe it or not, Representative Ilhan Omar, I think one of the worst human beings alive, one of the worst human beings alive, found uh, a place in America, a safe place, free from her violent background, and then has done nothing but criticize the country that welcomed her. Horrible human beings. But she said political sanctions may be permissible if they are targeted at Putin and the Russian military or oligarchs, but, quote, broad-based sanctions would amount to collective punishment of a Russian population that did not choose this my goodness ladies and gentlemen that is ilhan omar making sense okay uh performing purely expressive actions can also be morally wrong again on the personal level uh when they come at the cost of actually advancing the moral values you're expressing support for for example it's wrong to toss valuable coins in a well while announcing that you wish for an end to world hunger instead of using that money to buy food for someone who is starving there's something perverse about missing the chance to feed people to show others how much you care about feeding, feeding people. And I think that's kind of where we are. We want to show people how much we care. Now, take the case of the bar owners dumping all of their Russian vodka to express their support for Ukrainians. 
they do better to sell that vodka and donate the proceeds directly to Ukrainian citizens. Uh, instead of withdrawing from international markets, leaders of private companies could protest Russian aggression by providing free or low-cost goods and services to ordinary Ukrainians, as you guessed it, Elon Musk recently did by delivering Starlink internet service to the Ukraine. Elon, of course, building that uh, internet service, the satellite internet service for the whole planet, while uh, Melanie Stansberry and Ben Ray Lujan uh, are promising broadband for uh, rural New Mexico, maybe sometime in uh, 2037. That's the difference there. So uh, again, I'm not a fan. I don't think sanctions, I think the sanctions have a very poor record historically. Uh, and if if Putin is this, I think the New York Post called him, what did they call him, the despot this morning? Uh, if he is doing this all on his own uh, and lots of people in Russia oppose what he's doing, then why are you trying to affect some kind of collective guilt punishment on the people of Russia? It just isn't going to work. Uh, I can't say I'm a big buyer of caviar and diamonds and vodka. So I don't, I, I can't really do much things one way or another personally, but uh, maybe we think a little before we all just jump in the little group think wagon and decide that Russia is the big, big meanie and we're going to anything Russian is bad. And uh, let's, let's, let's ban Russian concerts. I mean, that's what we're doing in this, in, in the do, developed do you think world. That people are attacking Russian people. Like, do they know that they're Russian? Is that, is that actually happening here? I mean, well, it, I know it's probably happening in big cities. Uh, we've seen this, I guess. Yeah, in, I mean, I just in read Brooklyn. That I guess hour, it's happening yeah. in Brooklyn. Yeah, as yeah. You, as the you death stated. threats to the Eastern European restaurants. I mean, yeah. it's, it's madness. I mean, this is uh, this is crazy. We love uh, to have a villain in this country, don't we? We well, love think, to have a villain. Well, the, the, the reason why is because you have liberal, zany, crazy, nutjobbery uh, media like CNN. Mm. Jim Shuto <laughs> asked State Department spokesman Ned Price to explain. Why the United States won't take military action against Russia? Given that the government considers Russian military strikes against civilian targets like hospitals to be war crimes. CNN newsroom, uh, newsroom with, uh, is, this, is this even real? Is this like a, a, a Poppy Harlow and Jim Shuto? Hard hitting news. The CNN newsroom with Poppy Harlow and Jim Shuto. Can't say I'm a fan. Uh, okay, so hold them accountable, but not stop them because they're continuing. Why won't the U.S. shoot down the planes that are bombing the hospital, Shudo asks. Why? Why? Wow. Uh, so I guess when we have a majority of Americans who are wanting a no-fly zone over the Ukraine, this is what they must be listening to. They're, Ernie, you, uh, why can't we just stop them? We're the United States. Uh, one, it's 6,000 miles away. Two, um... We won't even give the MiGs to, uh, from Poland or to Poland, and Poland won't fly them. And nobody wants to get involved with a fight with Putin. So there you go. Uh, uh, I don't know what it will mean. <laughs> this is great. This is great, the quote great, of the year. Quote. <laughs> Wait, great. I don't know what it will mean, but uh, I support a no-fly zone, says Democrat Elon Omar. No, no, no Republican idiot. Maria Elvira Salazar. Said in a video posted Wednesday that she supports declaring a no-fly zone. All sorts of stupidity right there. That's right, folks. <clears throat> a no-fly zone over the Ukraine before revealing she apparently has no idea what it actually means. I don't know. Sounds good. Yes, I'll vote for it. Putin, Putin this bad. This is a woman with a vote. The gray zone Max Blumenthal asked elected official about the impact of sanctioning Russia will have as well as the arms deal authorized for Ukraine. You support a no-fly zone in Ukraine, Blumenthal asked. I support everything that has to do with punishing Vladimir Putin and helping the Ukrainians, Salazar said. Listen to that. I support everything. If we dropped a nuke on Moscow, that would, that would support the Ukrainians, right? Mm, yeah. She supports everything. 
Wouldn't that mean direct conventional warfare with Russia, Blumenthal Press? I don't know what it will mean, but you know, freedom is not free. Yes. It's like robots. Bromide, shibboleth. What, what, uh, talking points. What district uh, did this woman get elected from? From She's the election? Uh, Florida. Yeah, but what, what did, how stupid, what's the composition of the, Ooh, the group go, of people who elected an idiot like this? You don't know what, a, I don't know what it will mean. You don't know what a no flying zone will mean. You have to shoot down <laughs> Russian planes. Of course. I don't know. So conventional war with Russia. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. I have no idea. Meanwhile, um, I'm late for lunch. There it is. Oh, South Florida, Greater Miami. That's the Cuban oh, community. Oh, yeah. 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 They're all plugged in there, aren't they? Um, <laughs> rocket high real estate prices. If you want to just lose your mind for, you know, a day, a week, a month, a year, go to Miami, right? Nude beaches, parties, and cocktails. That's about all you got uh, going over over there. Okay? A lot of homeless, more and more. Are they really? Yeah, when oh. I was there a couple of years ago, and there was a guy with no arms, and he kind of did everything with, with his feet, and we were walking back in I've South Beach. I've seen one of those, yeah. And he, uh, a week later, I read in the, the Miami paper online that he, that he, I don't know, assaulted some woman. Oh, it's just. You know, with his feet? With his feet. With his feet. Man, they got to get that guy into movies, yeah. like uh, Jet Li. That's right. Huh? Ringling Brothers, you know. Uh, okay. What about ISM and Russia's attack? Are you? We visited about this last week, uh, Dowd, on, mm-hmm. uh, from the Cato Institute. Yeah. Update. Yeah, I think we mentioned it, but I don't know if we, we got enough into it. This is some really hard-hitting stuff from, from, from Cato. And, of course, if you're a neocon, you're going to take this as un-American, mm. uh, referring to the blob, which they often call the, the foreign policy establishment. Uh, and it's a very checkered record. Uh, Washington claiming to be a vestal virgin uh, standing up against the evil Poutine. The tsunami of dishonest sanctimony, I love that phrase, that pours forth uh, from the, the swamp every day when it comes to the re- Ukrainian situation. Uh, Putin, yes, indeed, he bears responsibility for what has happened in Ukraine. But uh, Washington's arrogance, ignorance, and recklessness contributed to today's crisis. And what I think is the strongest argument uh, in this piece is Putin is saying Ukraine is in the Russian sphere of influence. Uh, you know, 11 time zone Russia. Uh, Ukraine actually borders our country. So maybe this is uh, could reasonably be considered part of our sphere of influence. Uh, who else considers themselves uh, possessing a sphere of influence? Oh, that would be the leaders of the United States. Uh, we have our own sphere of interest. We even have the Monroe Doctrine, uh, which basically told all the powers of Europe, you know, hands off the Western hemisphere and uh the blob uh, the foreign policy establishment would never have accepted any kind of soviet or russian behavior akin to what america has done in eastern europe uh since the end of the cold war adding those two tranches of nato memberships in the late 90s and then i think it was 2004 when we uh, brought even more people into nato how about the fact that the united states has expanded the monroe doctrine uh which was set in the early 19th century planet-wide into a global principle that Washington is entitled to intervene uh, in every nation's border, uh, including those of Russia and China. We have suborned, uh, subordinated uh, our principles to some of the most odious regimes on the planet, and we talk a lot, uh, not we, not you, not me, but people in Washington, about uh, the international order, international norms, uh, rules-based order, but when we decide that it's in our interest, we routinely ignore international law. So on the one hand, when it serves our purposes, we say international law, agreements, NATO, UN, all that. When it doesn't, we just ignore it. For example, uh, we had no authorization to invade uh, Iraq. Uh, We had no authorization to interfere in uh, Syria. Uh, We helped overthrow the government of Libya. How did that work? Uh, What did Hillary say? We we came, we saw he died, uh, and she was boasting about that. Over the last two decades, Washington... The swamp, the blob, has resulted in far more human harm than the regimes of Russia, China, 
Iran, North Korea, Cuba, and Venezuela combined. Now, that is hard to hear because we're used to thinking of America as the good guys. But I would submit, folks, that uh, America's leadership, uh, these men and women are not the good guys. I'll say, I'll read that sentence again. The last two decades, Washington, Washington's empire builders, uh, they have resulted and caused more human harm than China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, Cuba, and Venezuela combined. Lest you think that that is not accurate, uh, you can find it online, an interview with 60 Minutes in the 1990s. I think of all people, Leslie Saul, one of the worst non-journalists yeah. on earth, is confronting Madeleine Albright, you know, Slick Willie, I feel your pain, Bill Clinton. And she's saying, international reports are saying that the sanctions on Saddam's Iran have led directly to the deaths of half a million children. Do you think that price is worth it? And she more or less basically says, yeah, we, we think it's worth it, uh, half a million dead kids. So again, this doesn't mean that Putin is a good guy. It means that the people lecturing Putin about how evil he is and how virtuous they are, they have no leg to stand on. This is some gutsy stuff from the Cato Institute, uh, Eddie, but you know what? It's really hard to argue their logic. Uh, as always, uh, we like reason, we like Cato, and I think uh, given the times that we find ourselves in, might be even more required reading. So if you haven't included those websites on your reading list, might be the time to do it. Or better yet, subscribe directly to rockoftalk.chat, where uh, oftentimes uh, Dodd Muska will include an article or two Indeed. from one of those uh, great places. Uh, by the way, this is all about making sure that, you know, Putin is, or excuse me, Biden is going to continue to blame Putin all the way through the midterms. And then you've got the new uh, Democrat Party uh, push, which is to keep every governor they possibly can mm -hmm. and keep control of this. Uh, the White House repeatedly uses the Russian-Ukraine conflict to blame Putin for the crisis uh, Joe Biden has created. So even when the <clears throat> Americans point out the administration's hypocrisy, the White House refuses to take responsibility. Biden and his team at the White House will keep blaming Putin all the way through. One, because of the approval rating. Two, because there's so much of their agenda they have left to achieve. Uh, that they have uh, aren't going to let up on, and that of course includes the the the, the green new agenda. I mean, oh, yeah. everything's been uh, complete and total. Well, disaster. this is a, a sophisticated point, Eddie. To the extent that you're blowing you, not at Aragon, not Dowd Muska, but to the extent that people in media, Tom, Senator Republican Tom Cotton, this lunatic we just read about uh, from South Florida who doesn't know what she's talking about, uh, there are some Democrats who are who are hardcore on this. To the extent that you're making Putin and Ukraine the new Rona meaning pushing all the oxygen out of the room except that one issue. In a sense, you're enabling the Biden administration to blame everything bad on planet Earth, including what's happening here domestically, on Putin. Uh, in a sense, you're giving aid and comfort to the progressives in the White House. You're giving them, them, them an excuse to explain away their failures and say, oh, Putin, Putin, inflation, that's Putin, gas but prices, I, that's Putin. But I think a lot of people want that. And the reason why, and this is one of the reasons I think we need to continue to you know, like downplay the Trump stuff. One of the reasons they do it is just this uncanny uh, sort of symmetric reaction they have. The stronger Trump comes on, the more they believe that they suffer from that derangement syndrome. Mm -hmm. And they have no idea what to believe. They believe anything that they're being told insofar as it doesn't come from Trump, one of his supporters, or anything that uh, right. his supporters might say. Right. Not like, I think guys, it's gone. Right? Yeah, I think it's <laughs> kind of gone that far. So yep. I think the, you know... Blaming, um, you know, Putin is easy because mm -hmm. I think even Democrats would probably look at this insofar as uh, we think of Putin as somebody that we understand his logic and understand, like they might take it a different level when compared to Trump, 
you know, we like Putin better than Trump. There's just probably crazy, nutty liberals out there who are probably like, well, I'd probably rather have Putin than, than Trump. Oh, anything. anything. Yeah. yeah. That. So I think, that, you know, there's something to be said of the great enablers. They do it, uh, I think, in, in, a, in a sort of reflex that they don't know that they're, they're doing. That the mm -hmm. reflex has been honed, developed, highly, highly, highly skilled at this point. Well, and, I mean, uh, to the point where it just, it's, it's perfect for them. We're also tribal people. You know, they've studied the chimpanzees, the people most like us the, in the animal world. People, um, yes. <laughs> almost half people. Um, always, 9-11, uh, Saddam Hussein in 1990, the president always gets a bump when there's when it's there seems to be some international crisis because we kind of rally to our guy. We Most of us don't think about whether we should or we shouldn't or, or what role our guy might have contributed in creating the problem. Uh, we've seen in the last two weeks, we've seen a couple of percentage point bump uh, for Biden. Now, I, I cannot believe, Eddie, with inflation being what it is, that he is going to sustain that rebound. It's not going to be sustained. It's going to be start. It's going to start dipping again. Uh, so just don't don't lend aid and comfort to a terrible administration, folks. Uh, let's keep our eye on the ball here and uh, getting uh Getting as many swamp dwellers out of the swamp needs to be the goal. Don't forget, the swamp dwellers uh, are a big reason why they pushed Putin to do what he did. I don't right. agree with what he did. I think he right. could have maybe used the natural gas weapon or some other uh, some other influence before he went all out war. But uh, who's 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 at least partly to blame for what exactly has happened here? I haven't heard enough chimps lately. You know? Ah! Wow, God, half people, right? Half people, ninety-eight <laughs> percent. We share the chimps. Uh, yeah, so, so like us. Not, are they ninety-eight percent half people? I think that, we, sh we that's share like two different fractions in, in the same it's thing. That two percent that makes all yeah, the difference. There we go. <laughs> um, let's see, little Ukraine. Uh, this one by the uh, conservative woman. Uh, .co little Ukraine uh, versus big bad Russia. It's more complicated uh, than that. Oh, is it now? Is there something that we're involving ourselves in that isn't as simple as the? visceral impact that we're getting every night from Fox News, MSNBC, et cetera. Are we just reacting? You know, it, how easy was it to sort of switch gears? We should find the day where everything switched from COVID directly to Ukraine. The exact moment. Yes. Yeah. Uh, was it, was it, was it February 28th? Was it March 1st? Like, I think it was like at a particular point where, where the entire Fox News page literally disappeared yes, yes. and turned into the Ukrainian war page. I would say this. I don't think it's the moment the first missile fell because we didn't get good visuals for the first couple of days. So I think it was about 48 hours when the video started to come out. Okay. Uh, and of course, we know some of those videos were video games, uh, you know, because of all the yeah. bad information. Uh, but some of it was real. I, I would say, yeah, about 48 hours, uh, 48 hours. When the, when the video started coming in and all the people said, we, we, it doesn't matter if what we do is stupid, we have to do something. God, I feel like all these people got left behind, the people who still believe that the Rona is real. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean. The, the They're most, not going away. The most vulnerable amongst us, Dowd. Uh, <laughs> yes. The pandemic is not over, it's not they over. say. It's not over. Uh, it says Elena Hung, co-founder of the Little <laughs> Lobbyist, an advocacy group for chronically ill and disabled children. What the CDC is doing is leaving out immunocompromised and disabled. We should shut down society until all the immunocompromised and disabled people uh, feel completely and totally safe. Uh, yeah, think yeah. of the entire world as a fallout shelter. I, th I think so. Where we don't do a single thing. I think that's that's yeah. that's, uh, that's right. I mean, it, it, uh, here locally in New Mexico, uh, Source New Mexico has picked up that story. Mm. Uh, all, they're running multiple stories yeah. about the people who are just destroyed. Yes. And I, I listen, I don't want to make fun of certainly kids who are immunocompromised, but the, the people who are whining about this, 
And what they're saying, Eddie, they're saying words that we, phrases we've been saying for two years. It's all about politics. Why aren't you looking at the bigger picture? And it's just like, welcome to our world, folks. Well, welcome when you listen world. enough to our talk radio station as the writers and the folks over at Source New Mexico do. Yes. I mean, I can tell from the 183 listeners that I just picked up uh, online. And by the way, that's a 57 factor. So do the math, folks, if you really want to know. Uh, how many people are listening and they're jumping in and they're saying, Oh yeah, why don't we use what they're saying? And we'll just use it for our own purposes because they love the lockdown. There's people who just love this lockdown. They love it. Uh, Hung has a seven-year-old daughter. No, not William Hung. Uh, remember that? She Talk banged, she to banged. me. Yeah. Tell me your name. <laughs> seven-year-old daughter needs a kidney transplant. They ask the agency to continue mask requirements. Yes, please do so to keep my child safe. It's your response. Like that's some level of like, Serious borderline personality disorder. Yeah, yep. right. Is he? Is it? A, is this an aggregate? It's of, all about me. Yeah, everything is uh, me. me. It felt like betrayal. The change meant that suddenly seventy percent of the country lived in an area that the CDC said didn't have enough COVID cases to warrant a mask mandate. So, what can you sue the CDC? No, you can't. But Hung is uh, going to be advocating nonetheless. She says, "What's so harmful about what the CDC is doing is their messaging. If you tell people you don't have to wear masks, you can if you want to. No one is going to do it." I still see i mean i see plenty of people like the idiots like sitting outside at uptown mall in the mall young like, people in you, cars you idiot I, I like literally like leer at them i sneer at them you know it just uh, it's, it's leer like, and sneer i like it yeah, yeah there's a leering and sneering uh how pandemic area stimulus screwed workers while boosting the rich uh we failed to cover this a couple of weeks back but uh we know that when you disincentivize people to work uh and the rich people generally by a large control the means not to mention uh, of production uh, by controlling the paychecks, but they also control the companies. That's how they did it. You want to go ahead and bankrupt the rich? Well, uh, decide to decide, uh, make, make the decision that either their company is essential, non-essential, force them to go ahead and take on their own dime. Uh, if they didn't take the bailout, uh, of course, which most of them I, I would imagine did not because they didn't want to be enslaved by um, the uh, government. They don't want to be enslaved by the repay and get them involved. Although there are some Republicans who occupy office and ran, ran for office. Uh, <clears throat> nobody in particular that I'm thinking of who took $2 million and no, I love the government that involved in that. I have no idea who you're talking about. No uh, yeah. So they, they are like, uh, we'll just enrich ourselves because you never have to go ahead and pay that back. But that's what they essentially did. Driven by rich people because their parasitic assets aren't doing as well as they'd like and they're scared. Are they scared? Were the rich people scared during this time? Or they were scared of the government? Were they more scared of the corona? Were they more scared of what the government would do to their business? We had never been in this situation before. I remember this is the first time in history that we vaccinated, we masked, we took care of the who? People who were not infected. Let's check out the top five as found at the one of only rockoftalk.chat posted every morning at 4 a.m. where Kirch gets up in the morning to start her day <laughs> uh, with the uh, email blast. Uh, available for you, 20 cents a day, ladies and gentlemen, rockoftalk.chat, the daily blast. Here are the top five stories of the day, according to the subscribers. Uh, number one, the House Democrats canceled uh, a hearing trying to uh, bash the oil and gas industry. Wonder, wonder why they're doing that with gasoline uh, prices out of control. Uh, number two, Sweden, believe it or not, Looking better than be better and better on Rona. Mortality rates in Sweden. They didn't go nuts and they're doing quite well. Uh, number three, our friend at the conservative New Mexican uh, gas prices in New Mexico. Uh, number four, spiked online. Great website. Uh, Ukraine framed in history. Yeah, the Ukraine conflict is sort of the revenge of history. And number five, the Pfizer CEO over the weekend said, you guessed it, 
you got to get a fourth COVID shot. There it is. True. Oh, yeah. Where's William Hung when we need him? Yeah. All right. See you tomorrow, bright and early, 4 p.m. Here, this camera. No, no, no.